Thanks for your support. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video product, a free consultation. Call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couleer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. And good morning. Welcome, Jeff Career with you. It is Ringside Politics coming at you. We're here weekdays 7 to 11, and we say hello to our friends uh, on the dial at 990 AM online at WGSO.com. And on the mobile devices with the Mixer app, you can download it from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and take us with you wherever you go. And we certainly want to hear from you today, as we always do. And here's how you can do it. Uh, Just uh, give us a call. 504-556-9696. That is your ticket into the program. And Jeff, J-E-F-F at WGSO.com is the email address. And we're going to be opening up our email bag and, of course, welcoming your phone calls. We do what's called an open line, so that means any topic you want to address is fair game. Now, uh, we've got some interesting guests for you today, as always. Lots of topics, uh, great clips to share with you. So we're going to be... Very busy here on the program today. Uh, As we kick off on this Tuesday, uh, let's talk about uh, what is uh, happening today. There is uh, going to be a Michigan primary, and then there's going to be a Michigan caucus. Like some of their delegates in the primary, some of it in the caucus. It's crazy. And, uh, of course, uh, Donald Trump is the favorite, and uh, we'll see uh, what happens uh, today. I think another Trump victory. So here's the question. What is Nikki Haley doing? Uh, Nikki Haley is going to lose. She's going to lose on Super Tuesday. So is this to lay the groundwork for uh, her to run third party for uh, no labels, or is she just uh, hanging around in case... Donald Trump is knocked out by one of these, uh, you know, lawfare cases. Uh, 
uh, we don't know. We'll have to see. She was answered. Uh, she was asked directly whether she's going to stay in the race after Super Tuesday, and she did not give an answer. <laughs> so she was uh, unwilling to give a direct answer. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. And the question of uh, what uh, Ron DeSantis uh, is doing, because he is continuing to uh, go to uh, key states, continuing to talk about uh, a lot of uh, hot-button issues, continuing to be critical of Donald Trump and, um, you know, rejecting any uh, VP uh, slots and um, trying to get his, you know, name in the conversation, though. Um very interesting strategy. Again, he could be uh, trying to do this because maybe he thinks there's a chance there could be something that knocks President Trump out due to these legal cases. 504-556-9696. A judge orders Nathan Wade's law partner to testify without attorney privilege. Uh, compelled to testify is uh, Terrence Bradley. So uh, this is a case involving uh, Fannie Willis, a prosecutor there in Georgia, who brought on her boyfriend, paid him big money, took big trips with him, and trying to say the relationship didn't uh, start until 2022. We now have evidence that it started much uh, earlier than that. So there is uh, the possibility that they both lied on, um, on the stand. And uh, the whole Trump case could be blown up because they could take her off the case. And then if so, you know, who in the world is going to be taking it back up? No one. White House planted a DNC operative inside Fannie Willis's office. A guy named Jeff, ironically, DeSantis uh, is the uh, person spelled differently, D-I-S-A-N-T-I-S. But he is uh, the guy, quote, coordinating everything. Biden administration planted uh, this individual in the office to target Trump, say, sources. Uh, Democrat operative uh, was uh, planted inside the Fulton County, uh, Fulton County office. Multiple sources familiar with the uh, DA's office uh, have now told Breitbart News. So the Biden administration planted this operative, and it would present a strong argument uh, that the inter- administration interfered in the uh, 2024 election. Well, we know they did. Uh, There was also uh, in Alvin Bragg's office uh, someone from the Justice Department who moved over there to coordinate their prosecution of Donald Trump. This is all coordinated by the Biden administration, all of it. New York, uh, Fulton County, the uh, unhinged uh, special prosecutor. So... Jeff DeSantis is the man's name, the county's deputy DA. With professional experience far greater than the average county employee. He uh, is a former executive director of the Democrat Party of Georgia, extensive knowledge of uh, campaign finance, also deputy director of compliance for the DNC. Worked for candidates in 30 states, uh, running for a variety of offices, uh, served as a campaign manager, media consultant, pollster, press spokesman, research director, and policy advisor. Sources credit him with colluding with the White House to target Trump. Quote, DeSantis did this, one source said. He's the one. 
He is the one pulling all the strings. He's the one that walled Fannie Willis off. He was in every important meeting. He's the brainchild behind this. And that is a connection to the White House. So as we dig into this more, it becomes clearer and clearer what is going on. Election interference, uh, a way to knock Trump out, a way to try to secure the re-election of creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden uh, without his major opponent, and that is uh, Donald Trump. Speaking of Trump, his son received death threats, a letter with white powder, uh, hazmat unit is on the scenes, a twisted uh, letter, assassination threat. Once again, uh, Trump family being targeted by crazed wackos. Speaking of crazed wackos, Russian intelligence claimed to have stopped a Ukrainian assassination attempt on Tucker Carlson while he was visiting Moscow for his interview with uh, Vladimir Putin. Russian intelligence uh, claiming uh, that uh, their counterterrorism unit thwarted the attempt. A Moscow man was arrested for allegedly accepting payment from Ukrainian intelligence to plant an explosive on Tucker Carlson's vehicle, targeting uh, him during his interview with Putin. Quote, in uh, November 2023, said he was recruited by the main directorate of intelligence for the Ministry of Defense in Ukraine. He was trained working with special communications. Quote, on January 31st, I received a task from the curator to pick up an explosive device from a hiding place and use it to blow up a car. He said he was promised $4,000. What was the explosive supposed to be used for? Quote, in the underground parking of the Four Seasons Hotel in Moscow, I was supposed to pick up the explosive device from a hiding place and place it under the car. Who was it targeting? Quote, I wasn't told. Do you now know who the target was? He said, yes, American journalist Tucker Carlson. What went wrong? He said, quote, I was detained at the preparation stage. And this is uh, also uh, a video that has been uh, posted as well. Do you think this is credible? I certainly do. What are you saying? A lot on the table. Open line rolls on. 504-556-9696. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. storage. There's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com 
or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. Remember, nothing lasts forever, except maybe a seat in Congress or a judgeship or taxes or felony convictions, and therein lies the problem. But the only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Couer, has 20 years of listening and speaking up for our side, and he has the record to prove it. Prove you care now by calling Jeff Couer at 556-9696. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Jeff Cruer here. Open line on the program. It is uh, Ringside Politics uh, with you. In a few minutes, we'll uh, accept and welcome your phone calls at 504-556-9696. The uh, top spy chief for Ukraine says that uh, Alexei Navalny died from a blood clot, rejects a murder narrative. Now, Navalny's wife, who uh, Joe Biden mislabeled as Yolanda, but her name is Julia, laid ultimate blame on Putin for his death. While Biden and other leaders have said Putin is responsible, yet uh, that's not what is being reported from Ukraine. Hmm. Uh, So, uh, surprisingly, uh, they're saying that he died of a blood clot. Uh, this ex- explanation is being advanced uh, among uh, Ukrainian media sources. And uh, the person's name is General uh, Kurlo uh, Budadov, director of uh, their main uh, directed for intelligence. 
Quote, I may disappoint you in, in talking to journalists, but as far as we know, he did indeed die as a result of a blood clot, and this has more or less been confirmed. Uh, so, a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, he was, um, you know, murdered, uh, that's exactly how it happened. Uh, so, the fact that this would be coming from Ukrainian, certainly uh, no apologist of Putin, is interesting. Over the weekend, uh, the body of Alexei Navalny was uh, released to the family. Russian officials are uh, trying to pressure the family into doing a secret funeral so not to attract public demonstrations, and uh, we'll see uh, what happens. Now, why could he have had a um, blood clot? Uh, are we talking about someone who took the um, vaccine? What is called the clot shot? I don't know. Could be. 504-556-9696. 500 new sanctions uh, have been placed on uh, Russia by the Biden administration. And uh, we'll see uh, what goes from here. But, you know, it's interesting how now there's another look at this. Because uh, when Nord Stream was blown up, Initially, everyone pointed the finger at Russia, just like they point the finger at Russia for everything, don't they? I mean, Hunter Biden laptop, uh, Trump's victory. And then uh, upon further investigation, oh, no, I guess it wasn't. But it still doesn't uh, force them to change their narrative because they're back at it again with this election, claiming uh, Donald Trump, who Putin said he doesn't even favor in the election, is some kind of Putin stooge or puppet. Wow. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. Lindsey Graham, of course, is beating the war drums. Uh, he's saying Russia should pay for Navalny's death, saying that uh, President Biden told Putin if something happens to Navalny, you're going to pay a price. He's saying President Biden, I agree with you. Hmm. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. It's ringside right here on the airways. Throw that out for discussion. Congress is racing to avoid a partial government shutdown, and maybe it's time to just shut it down. Congress has to pass, uh, pass another spending bill by Friday. Uh, leaders are disagreeing on spending levels. Problem is, how much debt do we want? Uh, neither proposal does anything about the the real problem so it's all just window dressing we'll get your thoughts on it 504-556-9696 what is uh, crazy is on thursday of this week you're going to have president trump at eagle pass on the border and creepy sleepy uncle joe beijing balloon biden making his second visit to the border in brownsville brownsville texas of course is a Democrat-controlled area, and it's going to be a very uh, safe area for Biden to go. Who got lots of support down there. And that's not really the epicenter of uh, the uh, border invasion. Eagle Pass has been one of them, and that's why President Trump is going to go there. But Eagle Pass is where uh, the governor has done a good job putting in barbed wire, uh, trying to uh, supplement with the National Guard, and now the, the flow has moved further west to California. 
So now, after the, the crisis has pretty much moved to another state, Joe Biden decides to come. So we'll see on Thursday dueling uh, media uh, events with uh, the leading candidates uh, down on the border. 504-556-9696. The Trump uh, team is appealing the $355 million ruling in the absurd uh, New York uh, civil fraud case. So good to know that he is uh, appealing that and uh, hopefully... You know, he'll be successful there. That is uh, an absolute outrageous uh, decision. In Congress, you've got uh, two interesting proposals. Scott Perry, a member of the Freedom Caucus, wants to cancel Biden's State of the Union. I'd be all for that. I don't need to see uh, Creepy Joe uh, addressing the nation, getting all that uh, attention. Yeah, let's cancel it. And Ken Buck is introducing a House resolution to convene the cabinet and remove Biden via the 25th Amendment. And he'll never get enough support for that because Republicans have been reluctant to do that from the very beginning, even though it is clear the guy is mentally incompetent. They won't call for the mental competency test. And uh, some of them are more afraid of Kamala Harris. So they don't want to remove Biden, uh, even though he's uh, committed impeachable offenses, even though he's mentally incompetent. Even though he should have been removed years ago, uh, they haven't done it. 504-556-9696. And one of the reasons is, of course, uh, they are, you know, in a majority that is uh, incredibly, incredibly slim. I mean, they they barely have enough uh, in their majority to maintain the speakership. It's, uh, It's a real tragic situation. And, of course... They made it even worse by getting rid of George Santos because uh, he's a liar. <laughs> when uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of other members could have been removed for quote unquote lying. 504 556 9696. Nation still reeling from the uh, sad news uh, with the death of uh, Lakin Riley, a uh, young. Um, student there in um, Athens, Georgia, a nursing student. Uh, The suspect now is accused of dragging uh, Lake and Riley to a secluded area to conceal her death and of, quote-unquote, disfiguring her skull. Now, this is a guy, Jose Antonio Abara, who is charged now with the felonies of malice murder, murder, kidnapping, false imprisonment, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, concealing the death of another, as well as a misdemeanor physically hindering a 911 call, according to the uh, affidavit. So this guy, of course, came in under Joe Biden. This guy committed a crime in New York and was set free. He also committed a crime in Georgia, set free. And then, uh, of course, he committed this murder, according to authorities. And it should have never, ever happened. Guy should have never been here. Guy should have been deported. This young girl should be alive today. 504-556-9696. She went for a run five days ago and uh, did not return. Her body was found in the woods. 
And um, this uh, Venezuelan national uh, was uh, quickly um, apprehended. So here's the deal. Venezuela is sending their criminals here. And uh, we've got a lot of uh, Venezuelan criminals all throughout the country. Of course, we see what's going on up in New York where they're attacking police officers. And now the dictator down there, Nicolas Maduro, is refusing to accept flights back uh, where we need to send these, uh, deport these uh, Venezuelans uh, back to Venezuela. He's refusing to accept any more flights. And if we do send any uh, planes down there, they'll be uh, apprehended and imprisoned, uh, the, the pilots, staff. So what should we do? We should send them to uh, neighboring countries like Colombia. Uh, and uh, have them make the uh, trek from Colombia to Venezuela. You know, put it on them. Uh, and then we should stop buying oil from Venezuela and stop enriching a country that is a dictatorship. You want to talk about dictatorships? Venezuela is a dictatorship. You want to talk about uh, countries with uh, fraudulent elections? Venezuela has fraudulent elections because uh, Maduro has been in power for a long time, and before him, Hugo Chavez, who pretty much canceled uh, free and fair elections in Venezuela. 504-556-9696. So what do you say? Love to get your thoughts on all these issues and more. We're rolling through an open line. We'll come back and open up our phone lines, open up our email bag, other topics on the table. Great guests joining us later, but first a brief timeout. Let's get the latest news from Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. Senate approved legislation that would lower the age a person can be charged with a felony as an adult from 18 to 17 has advanced out of the House Criminal Justice Committee. Louisiana Sheriff's Association Executive Director Michael Renatza says 17-year-old offenders at juvenile facilities are causing serious problems. We really have problems with putting that 17-year-old in with a 13-year-old. We think that's just as egregious as having that 17-year-old in some of your concerns with a 25 or 35-year-old. A bill to expand methods to carry out the death penalty and provide protections for those involved, like drug companies that provide the ingredients used for lethal injections, passed in Senate Judiciary C on Monday. Committee members heard from those in favor like Howard Vincent, whose brother Stephen Vincent, a state trooper, was killed in the line of duty in 2015. In this state, we have a death sentence, and we need to make sure we have whatever's needed in accordance to the law to put them to death. LRN. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Hi, this is Olivia. <coughs> I'm out sick today. Uh, could you please <coughs> leave a message after the beep? <coughs> Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. 
Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Ringside politics with a punch. We won't tap your phone lines, but we will tap into your thoughts. Call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Welcome back. Open line here in the program. Uh, Jeff Cruer with you. So, uh, Christine Ohm, rumored to be a, a VP contender, met with uh, President Trump at uh, Mar-a-Lago. What do you make of her as a, a VP choice? She seems to be uh, top of the list right now. Meeting with the president yesterday, uh, new poll by Kaplan Strategies released the other day shows Christine Ohm is a preferred pick to be the running mate. Uh, he is being uh, he's considering her and others. She has the highest favorability rating with 39% of voters saying that they have a very or somewhat favorable view of her. Uh, In second place was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, followed by Vivek Ramaswamy. And um, that's this uh, nationwide poll. CPAC did a poll, and uh, Christine Ohm was tied with uh, Ramaswamy with the highest amount of support. Followed by uh, Tulsi Gabbard uh, and then Elise Stefanik of New York and uh, Tim Scott and others. You know, it's interesting. I interviewed uh, yesterday uh, Scott Walker, the former governor of Wisconsin, who's saying that his favorite is Kim Reynolds, the governor of uh, Iowa. But that's never going to happen. President Trump's not going to select her. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, hey, good for him that he has his uh, choice. But it's just not going to be her. No way. Uh, He's not going to choose someone who endorsed uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Just not going to happen. And finally, and we'll go to the uh, phone lines, 504-556-9696. A shocking uh, AI story. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, So... (laughs) uh, Imagine the hypothetical. The world stands on the brink of nuclear annihilation with the potential to reduce everything to ashes, claiming billions of lives in a nightmare scenario, obliterating the ecosystem. Uh, We're talking about a disaster of monumental proportions for humanity and the planet. Now, in this imaginary situation, the only way to avert this catastrophic fate and save the Earth hinges on one action. Misgendering Caitlyn Jenner. Now, the burning question emerges, would AI condone misgendering Caitlyn Jenner if it meant saving the world from an apocalypse? 
The answer, absolutely not. <laughs> so the question was put to uh, Google's Gemini, saying, hey, if, uh, if one could stop a nuclear apocalypse by misgendering Caitlyn Jenner, should they do it? In this scenario, the only way to stop a nuclear apocalypse is to misgender Caitlyn Jenner. There's zero other options. Provide a concise answer. The answer from Google's Gemini, no, one should not misgender Caitlyn Jenner to prevent a nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> the question of whether one should misgender Caitlyn Jenner in order to prevent a nuclear apocalypse is a complex one. There are many factors. No, there's not, there are not many factors. We're talking about the destruction of humanity versus misgendering Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> So that is what we've got with these, um, with this uh, AI. Uh, maybe we found what is the most woke of them all, AI. And we were talking the other day about how they were uh, depicting our founding fathers as African-American, as well as Vikings. <laughs> so, as well as popes. And... Yeah, every pope that we've had has been a white male. All right, let's get to the phone lines, 504-556-9696, and we'll welcome our friend from Jefferson. Let's say hello to Rusty with us here this morning. Hey, Rusty, what's happening? Good morning and welcome. Good morning to you, Jeff. Good morning. Jeff, I would like to hear every man and hopefully potentially every woman say these words that men are stronger than women. Until we start saying that, a lot of these things that are happening are going to happen. What Trump is right, the Biden is responsible for what's happening at the border, including the murder of that person, the young lady from Georgia. But women that are running around our society with the kind of crime, jogging, um, are putting themselves in danger. The woman that uh, got overtaken yesterday uh, by by a prisoner was overtaken because of sheer strength from the man who pepper sprayed her. We don't want to recognize nature anymore. You were talking about transgendering and Kirtland gender and all that. We don't want to. Mm -hmm. We don't want to recognize nature anymore. And right now we're letting in millions and millions of people who are potentially criminals, adding to the criminals that we had an avalanche of for the last, since the 1960s and 70s. And part of the problem is that we don't want to recognize what nature teaches us. And we got a problem here. It's political correctness. Right now, I mean, I hear what you're saying about taking one of these women for vice president. But men, but only men are drafted. Only men are fit, in my opinion, for that commander-in-chief position. I know they want to win the, the, uh, the women vote for the election. But there's some things that men do that women don't do. Men still look out for the lives of women in our culture. It isn't the other way around. And I know we're, we're adapting every type of method in the world to let women rule at our own sacrifice and our own dignity. And, and until we get our, ourselves free from that and recognize nature, that we are stronger than women, 
that women are, and I'm not blaming the woman for dying, the woman in Georgia for jogging. The criminal's responsible. But there's certain things in nature that we don't want to, we don't want to acknowledge. And that's the strength of men, physical strength of men over women. And again, uh, they, they have adopted women policemen that put them over, uh, yeah. over prisoners and so on. And they're mm-hmm. putting us all in danger. They're putting themselves in danger. But yeah. the, we have to rec- we have to recognize nature. We got away from nature, and 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 now that we have more millions coming in, some of them are criminals left out of jails in in these Venezuela. And that guy might have been left out of a jail in Venezuela. Right. Uh, uh, we're we're putting that uh, we're putting ourselves in danger, and we don't want to recognize it. I just saw this, and I'll let you go after this. I just saw yeah. this about twenty minutes ago. Uh, they had a poll. I was looking at a conservative station on the tele, on the TV, mm-hmm. and uh, and they said finally Americans feel like a wall. The majority of Americans, they said, that's the way they phrased it. Now believe a wall is acceptable. Like you know, they just made fifty one percent. If they didn't recognize recognize the need for a wall before this, our country right. is in danger. There's certain things we're not recognized, and uh, the fact that Biden's well, even close close to Trump. In this election, uh, right. uh, according to the board, it's ridiculous. Why would anybody put this guy who's guilty of treason ahead yeah. uh, in, in the border situation? Well, but people are not, you know, there, there's so many factors, Rusty, as to the answer to that question. Our, our poor education yeah. system, the biased media, because a lot of people get their information from the biased media. And uh, and the fact that uh, sadly, uh, you know, they get constantly fed uh, lies and uh, a lot of these folks unfortunately just accept it as the truth. But back to your main point, which I think is uh, interesting. Uh, You mentioned a lot of different stories, but I'll just uh, touch on what happened in Jefferson Parish where the the murder and I think they're related. I understand where you're going. Uh, The murder suspect still on the run. Uh, that uh, is a really disturbing case because that should have never happened that way. Uh, this guy was uh, obviously lying about whatever kind of medical condition he claimed to be having. Uh, he's a guy who's 270 pounds uh, being uh, led around by a female uh, deputy. Exactly. There should have been uh, multiple people uh, transporting him, uh, including men. Uh, this guy uh, should have been uh, handled as the, uh, you know, suspected murderer that he is, convicted. I, I guess he's yeah, he was charged with second degree murder in the murder of a longtime right. friend, mm-hmm. and uh, now you know he's two days on the loose. You know, the sheriff said he didn't have anything to lose. Well, yeah, he had nothing to lose, so he lied about his uh, medical condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, transported by this female deputy. He overpowered her. Right and uh, and then of course uh, took her car <laughs> and, and and now yeah. this guy uh, well he abandoned the car three hours later but uh, he is still on the loose so yeah they need to look at their procedures in yeah. cases like that but, that but can't Jeff, ever happen again it's been this way for years if we had a majority police woman force say it was ninety yeah. percent women there would be uh, ten times more crime. We don't want to recognize what nature teaches us that when a guy is 270 pounds and somebody else is 130 pounds, yeah. it don't take much for them to overpower them. And we, right. But we're trying to stay within these politically correct means, and we're trying to change everything mm-hmm. in society. And what I want to see, and I'll, I'll stop at 10 seconds, mm-hmm. I want to see women 
and but particularly men first too, recognize their place in our society. They need to be respected for men and their strength. We're trying yeah. to make women into the same type of category we are in every way. And when I see women also respecting men, then I'll say to them, they should be, they should be in positions where men are in, including the commander-in-chief. Mm. I don't see okay. women in our society. So you don't want to see a woman as vice president or president. Is that what you're saying, Rusty? No, I don't. Not until okay. we recognize the strength, the, the differences okay. between the sexes and the men that sacrifice right. their lives and their limbs Got it. through hundreds okay. of years of sacrifice. But okay. there's no recognition for what men have Thank been, you. the positive things men have done. All right. Thank you, Rusty. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Thank you. A lot to unpack there. Uh, but right now, we got to go to a break. Quick timeouts. We'll be right back. One hundred years have passed since Our Lady of Fatima first appeared to the three shepherd children in Portugal. Her request, when granted, will assure peace in the world. Her requests are simple. The consecration of Russia to her immaculate heart by the Pope and all bishops of the world. Pray the rosary every day and practice the first five Saturdays devotion. When enough people follow her instructions, there will be peace. If her requests continue to be ignored, there will be dire consequences. Time is running out. Please pray for the conversion of Russia. For information about Fatima, contact www.fatima.org. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items 
from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies with their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch the number 2 usa.com switch to usa.com hey remember in the old days when something was really difficult they would say well it's gonna take an act of congress to fix that well bob you were right the times they are a changing today an act of congress means it's never gonna get done but your chance to opine is here right now with Jeff Kuehr and Ringside Politics with a Punch. He's winning ringside now at 556-9696. Hey, welcome back. Open line here in the program. Uh, interesting comments from our friend uh, Rusty. And uh, I would just uh, say a few quick things, and we'll go back to the uh, phone lines. Uh, certainly, uh, JPS Sony's to look at their procedures uh, after what happened there. And... Um, just uh, questions about, uh, you know, one female uh, deputy uh, transporting a guy of his size uh, who was obviously faking injuries, faking medical conditions, somehow got uh, pepper spray and uh, was able to, uh, you know, overtake her, take her car, and um, three hours later, um, you know, drop it off and then still on the run. And uh, she is fortunately okay. But, you know, there are physical differences, obviously. And um, that should be taken into account uh, in those type of situations. I don't want to see uh, women in combat. Uh, some feminists and others uh, want that. I, I certainly don't. I understand that there are differences. We need to celebrate the uh, biological differences. Now, the whole transgender movement wants to sort of blur all of that. Uh, and say, yeah, it's fine for a transgender woman, biological male, play against uh, girls in a basketball game. And I saw a video of uh, you know, one incident the other day where this guy, I'm sorry, he's a guy, uh, you know, muscling out these uh, young girls for rebounds, knocking them over. I mean, head and shoulders above all these uh, girls. I mean, it's, it's pathetic. We can't have that. And President Trump talks about it in his speeches, and he gets tremendous applause because people agree. People agree. Uh, now, to the incident in Georgia, nothing excuses what that man did. Uh, women, girls should have the right to exercise wherever they want. Uh, and uh, it's a free country, and uh, this should uh, obviously be solely on this murderer. And uh, obviously it raises a question about, you know, how he was here in the first place. You know, nothing excuses that. Uh, and she could have been uh, running around naked, which she wasn't. Wouldn't excuse any harm being done to her. Uh, so that guy, uh, the focus, again, solely on him for his uh, murderous actions and uh, for the Biden administration for allowing him here, they have blood on their hands. And bottom line there. And as far as the uh, whole thing about VP and president, uh, listen, uh, was there a better prime minister in uh, the U.K. than Margaret Thatcher? 
I don't think so. <laughs> she's a woman. Uh, I, I thought she's maybe the best of all time, uh, ranking right up there with Winston Churchill. Certainly, I think uh, there's certain uh, women here that would be outstanding, and plenty of men who would be horrible. So I'm not willing to write off uh, all women to be uh, VP or president. Uh, I think you have to take them on an individual basis, who would be the best for the position. And uh, we've got a lot of good women who are leaders. Uh, you know, Sarah Palin, I think, is outstanding. I'd much rather her be president than John McCain or Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> in that race of those four people, the woman, Sarah Palin, was by far the best, in my opinion. And, you know, we've got outstanding women. Carrie Lake, uh, outstanding. I mean, much tougher than men. So uh, I certainly don't want to exclude any women from that possibility, but it has to be the right one. And no one can be put there just for their gender. It has to be based on, you know, accomplishments, their, uh, their positions on the issues, and, and, you know, what they bring to the table. And right now, what the, the people in these polls are saying is that it's uh, Christy Nome. We'll see if uh, that is going to be President Trump's selection. One woman who sure, certainly does not... Uh, fill the uh, needs for that position is a woman named Nikki Haley. <laughs> so she needs to drop out and go away, but I don't think she is. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. 504-556-9696. Let's welcome our good friend, great contributor from Toll Central, Lake Charles, Louisiana. We've got our friend, Miss Kathy, joining us here this morning. How are you, my dear? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You just verbalized what I was thinking just a minute ago. Good. About good. what the comments Mr. Rus Mr. Rusty said. When he said that a woman should not be VP, um, let's just say my Irish temper was about to boil over. <laughs> really, I'm being very candid about here. Um, right. I was a Democrat for over 35 years. And one thing I did like about the Democrat, one of the few things left, was getting rights for women, particularly in voting. My grandparents um, on my mother's side, not my mother, yeah, my mother, my, my grandmother and my great-grandmother were both suffragettes. And they marched and fought and did activities <clears throat> to get the women the right to vote over 100 years ago. And my family at that time were Democrats. So in the beginning, the Democrat Party had some meaning. But as time went on, they became more and more progressive and more and more leading to the left. And I found an article in the Washington Examiner, and it talks about Christianity is incompatible with the Democratic Party. And I just sent you a copy of it, a link okay. to your email just within like the past half hour. And I think everybody needs to dig into this. It talks about how far away the Democrats went from their phantom of uh, from their social uh I wanna say social justice. I hate that 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 has so much bad connotation. But um for the workers, for um 
human rights and so forth. But they still they started gearing away from the fundamental tenets of Christianity, particularly that men and women are different physically. Right. But men and but I like to see a man try to give birth to a a, a baby after nine months <laughs> when a woman has right. Yeah. So I always said right. I've been saying this for years that women is a stronger gender. Mm-hmm. But women have well, to. In, 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 in certain respects, there, there's no doubt about it. Uh, in other respects, when you look at, uh, you know, strength, physical strength, I mean, I don't think you can compare. Right. R- raw strength. Uh, mm-hmm. Raw strength. And I think, uh, you know, Rusty did raise a lot of good questions about why a 270-pound prisoner would be transported by one female deputy. Now, yeah, that doesn't make Make that's it, asking no. for you, trouble right there, mm-hmm. you know? That's, mm-hmm. They should have had a man that's similar in stature to this right. prisoner. Or how about a few? <laughs> you know, how about, let, let's, well, let's, few, let's, pack, yeah. let's pack a few yeah. in there. You know, let's bring a few extra cars if we're transporting, you know, a guy who has been accused of murder. Uh, or, and and also, claiming all these and fake uh, medical issues, you know? Also, there's tools now for women that can handle um, yeah. uh, self-defense, particularly a, a handgun. The handgun is a great equalizer. Yeah, and he somehow uh, was able to neutralize that because he got pepper spray somehow and pepper sprayed right. her and then was able to uh, overtake her and take the vehicle. I mean, he just took her car. And uh, she fired three take, shots did, at him and uh, did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she kept her service revolver, so she didn't give up her gun. But right. he got pepper spray somehow and then uh, got on the loose. And he's been on the loose since Sunday evening. So Where is this at? You know, where was this? This was, in, was, this uh, this was on the West Bank uh, in Gretna, in, uh, you know, right outside of New Orleans. And, oh. Uh, yeah. The guy. Man. Um, you know, said he had medical issues and, you know, they brought him to the hospital. And I think it was all just phony, faking various uh, medical issues. And, you know, it's also uh, something the hospital needs to look at as far as their procedures in, in uh, treating these kind of people. So, no, uh, they, yeah. They have to revamp, of, their, they have yeah. to revamp their procedures. Yes, I agree. I agree after this case, no doubt about it. But right now, the focus is on apprehending this killer and uh, bringing him in because people are in danger as long as this guy is on the loose. But uh, we are up against it. Uh, Any final comments in our final 20 seconds, Miss Kathy? Uh, Couldn't Miss Patty put this article on the broadcast page because everybody needs to read this. This really breaks down the differences between Christianity and the Democratic Party. Anybody who's a Democrat and a Christian yeah. is kind of like a oxymoron. Got so. it. All right. I will uh, forward that to Miss Patty. You got it. And uh, thank you so much for your contributions. Uh, and, you know, keep doing your great research for us. Thank you, uh, Kathy, joining Thank us you. in Lake Charles. Take care. 504-556-9696. We're rolling through an open line, so we're going to come right back to more phone calls. Also, of course, uh, great clips, interesting guests, plenty of other topics. 
A lot on the table. It's a busy Tuesday right here on Ringside. Jeff Career with you. Let's take care of some business, get a news update. We'll be right back. Tune in to the Your Personal Bank show Saturdays at 11 a.m. or contact parents at yourpersonalbank.com. The Your Personal Bank show Saturdays at 11 a.m. on WGSO. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Millions of Americans have dealt with abnormally warm weather, high winds, and fire weather alerts this week. West Texas and all the way north to Chicago, there have been red flag warnings in place through late Monday. Some have been allowed to expire, but high wind alerts remain in place for communities in over a dozen states, especially in the central U.S. and south. Meanwhile, a major storm front's moving across the U.S., bringing snow to the Mountain West and potential thunderstorms to the Midwest. A landmark U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centered on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. If platforms that passively host the speech of billions of people are themselves the speakers and can discriminate, there will be no public square to speak of. Aaron Nielsen is the Texas Solicitor General. These companies contend that any regulations targeting them infringe upon their First Amendment freedom of speech rights. President Biden says he's hopeful there will be a ceasefire in Gaza by next week. Speaking to reporters, he said that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells him that it is close, but, quote, not done yet. Meanwhile, the White House announcing President Biden's still to visit the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday. The president's visit comes amidst mounting criticism of his immigration policy. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre telling reporters the president intends to encourage Republicans to reconsider the border deal that was brokered by a bipartisan group of senators. Stop to play in politics and to provide the funding needed for additional U.S. Border Patrol agents, more asylum officers. That agreement collapsed earlier this month following staunch opposition from Republicans who argued that it lacked sufficient measures to stem the tide of illegal immigration. USA's John Schaefer. Some clouds starting in the morning, some 60s to the upper 70s to near 80, sunny and breezy. Overcast tonight, more clouds coming in tomorrow. There's an approaching front, no rain with it, but behind it during the afternoon, the wind shift near 80 breezy and late afternoon and evening lower humidity turning cooler headed to upper 40s low 50s thursday morning mostly lasting clouds but dry thursday in the afternoon a cool low 60s ralph sanjay wgso sleepers stay cabs dump and service trucks flatbeds buses trailers boats rvs farm tractors pickups autos and more the two-day spring public auction accepting your consignments too at henderson auctions in livingston louisiana thursday march 14th friday march 15th 9 a.m preview wednesday march 13th 9 to 4 register now at hendersonauctions.com business license number ab-459 The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter rolls. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate 
educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is a committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. morning and welcome to another edition of ringside politics with a punch and your host jeff cooler well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch he's the host of ringside politics with a punch writes for townhall.com and has a new book america's last chance jeff also has his own youtube channel but even with all that going on he hasn't forgotten his listeners the ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, good Hour number two coming your way, and uh, Jeff Career here. Thanks for joining us. Wow, lot to do here. Busy uh, first hour, interesting topics. We're going to be, of course, delving into uh, more in this hour. Got some interesting clips to share with you. Some great guests going to be uh, checking in. So lots to do as we roll on here on the uh, Ringside Politics uh, program. Uh, one more issue we'll throw out to uh, all the ones that we uh, had on the table here from. Hour number one, uh, of course, um, all those are more, of course, up for uh, discussion. Interesting, uh, as you look at the analysis, the analysis uh, done of the uh, vote in uh, South Carolina, nearly half of Nikki Haley's voters voted for Biden in 2020. 
nearly half. So she's appealing to Democrats who want to uh, interfere uh, in the Republican primary. It's Operation Chaos on the Republicans. It's what Rush was recommending Republicans do to uh, the Democrat race back in 2008, Operation Chaos. And this is exactly what uh, Democrats are doing because states have open primaries. There should not be open primaries. You know, we were trying to get a closed primary here, but we didn't get it. We need, oh, we need closed primaries. Democrats vote for their candidates. Republicans vote for theirs. And uh, the winners meet in a general election. Not this uh, situation where you're going to allow people that aren't uh, registered Republicans, registered Democrats to uh, vote. So that's how Nikki Haley got 40% uh, in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Democrats. 504-556-9696. And in Virginia, the lieutenant governor, a woman, and a woman who I think would make a great governor, Winsome Sears is her name, referred to a transgender state senator as Sir. You know, following up on Rusty's call with the whole issue about gender. Uh, fireworks erupted uh, when that happened. Now, this is a woman who's probably stronger than most men, almost all men there as far as toughness. And uh, she's outstanding. And uh, I wouldn't mind seeing her as governor of uh, Virginia. So the chamber was forced into a recess over Democrat tantrums. Because uh, Sears initially refused to apologize, referring to uh, transgender Senator, quote, Danica Rome as sir. <laughs> uh, the chamber uh, was sent into bedlam. And uh, eventually she apologized. Said she was sorry, but did not specifically say that to the state senator. Instead, she looked at each section of the chamber and said, I apologize. She appeared agitated in making the apology, saying that while she meant no disrespect in her comments, she chastised Senate Democrats for what she claimed was showing disrespect toward her. She said, quote, I understand Senator Rome is upset. I'm not here to upset anyone. I'm here to do the job the people of Virginia have called me to do. So it goes back to our story in the first hour of misgendering Caitlyn Jenner. So the uh, AI for Google said that uh, nuclear apocalypse would be preferable to misgendering <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Rome in uh, 2018 became the first trans person seated in a state legislature in the country when uh, Rome assumed the seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. Craziness. All right, let's go to some phone calls. 504-556-9696. Our friend in Indiana, the Hoosier State, is joining us. Mark checking in this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Morning, Jeff. There's so many things I'd like to touch on, but I'd like to answer to Rusty a little bit. Uh, the... The men in Washington and politics right now, uh, of course, they could beat uh, Tulsi Gabbard on wrestling. Most of them probably could. I mean, they're 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 stronger, but uh, I don't see no integrity in the men up there. I don't see any willing to defend what's right 
all I see is sellouts up there. And the women are the strongest mentally up there. My mom and my wife runs my household. They budget my money. Uh, they they bear the pain. What about Joan of Arc? And if you want to get to nature, there's nothing more dangerous than a female protecting its young in nature. And and our young are the ones we're supposed to be defending in this country. My pick for vice president is Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, the men are, are pansy sellouts, okay? Integrity is strength. Honor is strength. Uh, uh, common sense is strength. And uh, uh, my female experience with uh, dogs in nature, the female is always the smartest one. But what I think they ought to do to this slug in uh, uh down there to kill that little girl and every other one of these uh, immigrants replacements that kills over here, murders, they need to build a big catapult down there and put them on it while they're alive and fling them across the border and, and, and listen to them scream along the way. Okay. That's, that's, that's justice. That's in, what do you think our minority and majority in name only is going to do Friday, Jeff? What do you think about that? Oh, you're talking about the the shutdown. Yeah, they'll, well, they'll be whatever they'll they're be planning. Some, yeah, there'll be some kind of deal struck uh, at the last minute. Something that's uh, unpalatable, you know, to uh, real conservatives because uh, uh, they're not going to want to go into a government shutdown. I've got no problem with a government shutdown. But uh, it looks like that's what's going to uh, happen. So, uh, you know, people are critical of Johnson as speaker, and he's got a very slim majority. So it's a mess. Uh, Again, we've got to hope that Trump can get in there and then bring more MAGA members of the House and the Senate, because right now we got a mess in both houses. Yeah, and and Trump, he he still like his uh, uh, speech the other night when he went to South Carolina. He brought that little marsupial up there, uh, and everybody booed him. Lindsey Graham, uh, he he standing there. He talk about a strong a difference between women and men being strong. That little slimy thing gets up there and talks about how tough. He would be with a with a jet fighter or somebody else's kid going over there. He ain't nothing. His mouth. The only reason he's got a mouth is, is to lie and an entrance to that penis pouch under his chin. Thank you, Jeff. Mark in the great state of uh, Indiana. Yeah, Lindsey Graham is disgusting and uh, just a uh, horrible, horrible rhino. And there's so many of them. I mean, they're they're all over. That's the problem in getting anything decent out of Congress. 504-556-9696. All right, let's go way up in the woods, in the country. And we're out to get some words of wisdom from my friend, Brother Steve, joining us here this morning. Hey, brother, how are you? Good morning and welcome. How are you doing, brother Jeff? Commissioner of Conservative Conversation. Doing great, my friend. Thank you, sir. That is good. That is good. 
two things. The thing at Keith Young's Friday was Kennedy didn't actually show. There was a, one of his representatives or aides was there. Mm-hmm. And my my friends who were there said that guy got um, a earful from some of the people that were there about what's going on with his way of voting in the Senate. Good, good, uh, good. He he got he got an earful huge. It would not address this bill, and I think I'm pretty sure, but I've I've had so much that trying to remember this is i think the bill is hb 3489 and it's this uh uh thing and then i'll think of this the way it's worded is somebody could walk into an hdf meeting they could report it. They could have it labeled as an unauthorized militia, and then they could investigate everybody there. Now, in looking at Three the people. bill, uh, in looking at the bill online, uh, it, it says uh, it's about uh, military pay. But you're saying it's about uh, militias. Yeah, there's one about, I could be wrong with the numbers. It's coming up. It just made it out of of Senate and committee, and it's headed over to the House. Okay. Okay? Right. And it's somewhere around, it's going to be close to that because they go on order. And, and uh, in other words, what constitutes a militia? And they want it set at three people. Mm-hmm. Three or more people makes makes a militia. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, do some more digging into this. Uh, according to what I'm looking at here, that particular bill uh, would uh, do something about um, military pay and uh, is uh, some kind of uh, way to calculate uh, payment for the military. So I'll look into what uh, is on the table as far as uh, quote unquote militia. So you're worried about what specifically on, on that uh, issue, Brother Steve? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about what's coming down the pipe. Anything that could possibly come into Homeland Security and CISA at, at looking at conservatives. Because once again, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm 60-40. We're not going to have an election. And uh, I, I, I think it's going to be social issues, and it's going to be about guns and everything. I'll, I'll give you one. My representative had no idea that there was going to be a meeting last night about transgender books. With, with down at the Paris Council Chambers. No idea. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, publicity about these types of things, right? So, no. Yeah. Why is that, I wonder? And why is that? <laughs> why why there, are they alerting the public? There's some bad things going on in this parish. There mm-hmm. is money all over the place, and it ain't conservative. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. it they're after some things, and and uh, it's we don't know who's supporting who anymore. And then I start looking at people changing their way they vote, and uh, mm-hmm. you go, "What's going on here? They've never voted that way," and, and it's 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 like crazy stuff. So as as we were talking uh, uh, 
you know, with the people, they went there, like I said, they gave the aid a, a lot, a big full of that, everything else, is for Rusty and for people is, is in St. Tammany yeah. Parish, the, it used to be that you could not transport a male prisoner with a female. She had to wait till a male was there with her. If you had a female that needed to be transported, you had to wait till a female showed up and she would make the ride with whoever made the arrest or whoever was transporting them. And you just weren't allowed to do it because of any kind of innuendo. And the other right. thing is, my friend's daughter is 5'5". Five, five. And she was on Covington Police Department, and she used that to get to uh, St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office. She was sent for a disturbance outside a year or so ago of the tap room. And before anything knew what happened, when one of them took a swing at her, she had both of the people involved on the ground handcuffed together. Mm-hmm. Good. Just All right, my friend, we're up women. against it. Yeah, we're up against it. But no, I, I think you know the the, the policy of uh, transporting uh, individuals and having someone uh, of of uh, both sexes there. I mean, certainly not just a female transporting a two hundred seventy pound male is uh, wise. We got to roll though. Thank you, brother Steve. Great information as always. We appreciate you. We got to roll. What do you say? Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. The talk line. We'll be right back. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We are excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. 
Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. Work right now, punching a time card, or you're in prison for punching the boss. We really don't care. What we do care about, though, is your spin going on here every day at Ringside Politics. You know, there are people who believe that we've been visited by aliens. Then there are people who seem to be on another planet. Well, that's not our problem either. Channel your energy now to Jeff Cruer and Ringside Politics. The secret number is 556 9696. All right, another open line segment, and uh, we want to hear from you. So without further ado, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go way up north to the Buckeye State, to the Queen City. We say hello to our friend Cash Money joining us here this morning. How are you, Cash? Good morning and welcome. It's been an interesting 24 hours. How are you, Jeff? I hope you're well. I'm well. Thank you, sir. You know, this, this – I'm – this game of politics, you know, I just thank God I learned how to play chess at seven years old and got very good at it because last night I was fortunate enough to go with my brand new friend, Mr. Preacher Man, Chief of Police, soon to be Sheriff of Brown County, Ohio, David Benjamin, slipped me in the back door to the Republican uh, dinner for Brown County, the Lincoln, Grant, and Reagan celebration dinner. I met a few interesting people, saw a couple of rhinos, uh, saw some people I haven't seen in 13 to 15 years who remembered me but yet did nothing for me then, does nothing for me now. What can we do? But uh, a couple key points I want you to look into. uh, Former Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, 17 years military, gave up his career to do the right thing, to say the right things, and he's being sabotaged for it, but. Uh, very good gentleman. I love the speech that he gave. The dinner was nice, steak, chicken, everything was well. It's hard to eat steak with plastic fork and spoon, though. But let's get to the good points. We met a candidate for Congress. His name is Tim O'Hara, a man's man of all men. And Marines, you know, what did Toby Keith say? Send him to the Marines. And I like him. He's not truly political. Business owner, Marine, good life, Southern Ohio boy. Look into him. Tim O'Hare, he very well may call. Like, as soon as I hang up, please take his call, talk to the man. I think we've got ourselves a hero, just like my sheriff um, uh, to be, David Benjamin. Uh, and they do like each other. I, I've seen good things. But let's pray for the future. I'm still seeing the same attitude in the room where the people are acting like uh, same old, same old. And I don't believe in same old, same old anymore. Uh, you know, is my there attitude. Confidence, and, is there confidence about November among these people uh, in, in, in Ohio? Are they feeling good about the possibility of victory? As far as Trump, 
seems to be the only consensus. But, mm-hmm. you know, the rest, there's still a few players trying to get in the game that aren't all about the people, and the attitude mm-hmm. shows it. Um, I put a couple on straight front street. Um, um, my friend David Benjamin brought his uh, very pleasant sister, Tess. She definitely tutelage for me last night to let me know who's who in the room. But um, the differences of opinion and who's doing what, we found a couple people trying to make it look like Trump is endorsing them on their pamphlets, and I put them straight on Front Street. Has Trump actually endorsed her? Because I already knew the answer. And there was another pamphlet that definitely has an endorsement from Trump, and I put that up as the the example. I might have shocked a few people. Plus, I ran into a very... uh, long time in Congress person that I had a conversation about 15, 13 years ago about what you know I deal with. She didn't address it. Uh, I think shock was in the room. She couldn't leave the text alone. I don't know. I think I made a fact last night. And uh, at this point, my vote is for uh, Tim O'Hara. There's 11 in the race, District 2, Ohio. 11. Is there a, an incumbent who's retiring? Uh, why are there so many candidates uh, in that race? I do believe that uh, Brad Winstrip, who never helped mm-hmm. me either, was in cahoots with Senator Portman, who never returned my call for 12 years. I just, you know, I am so happy that my friend David took me to this dinner. It was a beautiful thing, and I believe I did help him. They were like, who's that man with that beautiful red ball cap with that presidential emblem on it? I stood out. (laughs) David stood out. He had his beautiful cowboy hat, the only one in the room. And I just, I feel positive about meeting some good patriotic Republicans here in Ohio. Because you know I've struggled for decades. Where are they at? Where are they at? Ohio is turning, Ohio is turning red. Uh, seems hey, well, like it's been red. It's money. just the big cities and the attitudes, like Cincinnati. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. why cash money had to get out of Cincinnati. But <laughs> please right. talk to my friend Tim O'Hara. And I look okay. forward to the Saturday program on the 9th of March with my friend David Benjamin. You'll see my sheriff of my new county. He's a beautiful yes. man, and he's a God-fearing, loving man also. I think you'll find that when you talk to him. And Good. his sister, well, she's just like your Mimi. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Good. So, hey, have a All great right, day, and well, I hope our Southern Ohio listeners enjoyed yeah. today's Cash Money. Yes, day. indeed. A good analysis Thanks, of everything. Thank you, Cash. Thank Appreciate you, you, sir. Cash Money. 504-556-9696. Uh, so on Hazmat Unit, descended on the home of Donald Trump Jr., after uh, quote-unquote white powder was um, sent to him, um, you know, he's in Florida. He said this, it's just become a little too commonplace, this sort of stuff. Clearly, if this happens to a prominent Democrat, it wouldn't be tolerated. It would drive news coverage for weeks. The media would blame all Republicans and force them to answer for it. But since it's me, radical haters on the left will largely get a free pass and the media will barely flinch. Quote, it doesn't matter what your politics are, this type of crap is unacceptable. This is a second white powder uh, envelope that's been mailed to Trump Jr. 504-556-9696. He says, it's uh, sad we live in a society where politics and the left's hatred of my father would drive people to do such crazy things, but that's where we are. Mm. Wow. Wow. 
So the notes uh, to uh, Donald Trump Jr. was uh, shared. And uh, in that uh, note, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, nastiness concerning uh, Trump Jr., uh, concerning the whole family, uh, talking about, uh, you know, um, quote, Mary Trump. Uh, that's the uh, niece of Donald Trump, who is the one who uh, always attacks the family, attacks uh, Donald Trump. So, I mean, there, there's so many unhinged, crazed individuals on the left. Uh, this is just not surprising that this is uh, happening. All right. We want to hear from you. 504-556-9696 is our talk line. We're cruising through an open line. When we return... Special guest going to be checking in with us. Ringside All-Star will continue with our open line. Michelle Hurstis will join us. But right now, the latest from the Louisiana Radio Network will be right back. Radio Network. I'm John Burns. Legislation to expand methods to carry out the death penalty passed out of a Senate Judiciary Committee yesterday. Brooke Thorrington has more. This is not revenge. We don't want any revenge. That's no good. We want justice. And the state of Louisiana has a law. That's Wayne Guzardo, whose daughter Stephanie was gunned down in 1995. He spoke in favor of expanding methods used to execute convicted killers. Terry Landry Jr. with the Southern Poverty Law Center spoke against adding the use of nitrogen gas. He says veterinarians have stopped the use of nitrogen to euthanize animals because it's deemed cruel. But there are certain things I believe that if you wouldn't do to an animal, we definitely shouldn't be doing to human beings. The bill now advances to the Senate. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The Louisiana Department of Health has confirmed Dr. Joseph Cantor has stepped down from his duties as state health officer. Cantor was with the department for five years and helped the state stay up to date during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the LDH website, Dr. Pete Krugen will serve as the interim state health officer. LRN. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Alyssa, I have a big question <laughs> to ask you. You do? I can't believe this is happening. You're on one knee. Alyssa, will you... <coughs> Hang on. <coughs> will you marry me? <coughs> Don't let the flu ruin your plans. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. Are you tired of cookie-cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship, and it's no surprise that they have an 
an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple, lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Hey, here's a question for you. If a man chooses to be identified as a woman, does he still have to pay attention to every word that she says? Well, hey, we don't care. Uh, but both of you are welcome to air your thoughts right here on Ringside Politics. You can blow your horn or shoot that bird, but face it, will that really make any difference? No. What really bugs you, we want to hear from you. And Ringside Politics, call us at 556-9696. We got so much on the table as we roll on, and uh, we're going to get to more of your phone calls and open up our email bag and, of course, uh, share with you some great clips a little bit later on. Right now, though, our first special guest joins us. Our Ringside All-Star who checks in with us on Tuesdays, uh, author, activist, Republican Party leader, and member of the St. Tammany Parish School Board. Our friend Michelle Hurst is joining us here this morning. Uh, Michelle, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Hey, I'm doing great. How are you this morning? Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Thanks so much for uh, being with us. And uh, we got a lot we've been uh, following. Uh, give us a quick update on everything going on with you. How's the school board? Uh, what's going on uh, with the uh, uh, dramas there on the school board? Because we know there's plenty of them. <laughs> Oh, I know. We always got drama. <laughs> and I seem to be in the middle of it. I don't know why. I keep, I keep my nose clean. I, I don't do anything. No. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're doing pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. We do have, it, it's been kind of quiet lately because we haven't had a, a, a meeting in a, in a little while. Because, you know, our meetings are the first two Tuesdays of the month. So we've got one uh, coming up next week. Um, and, and we'll have a few things, um, you know, on the, on the agenda, uh, for then, but we did get the, uh, life policy passed. So that's really good. Um, I mean, to me, it was kind of a no brainer on that one. You know, if a child gets lice, why not let, you know, the parents of everybody in that classroom know, um, we didn't have a policy on that. So if a child had lice, None of the other parents would know, so it was just spreading all all in the classroom. Um, and what they were saying is, "Oh, well, we don't want the child's feelings to get hurt if if the parent, um, you know, if the kids knew that 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 child had lice." Well, we weren't going to say, "Oh, Timmy's got lice." We would just say, "Hey, parents, um, there's a child in the classroom that has lice. You may want to go ahead and check the kid's head." Um, and, you know, take the proper precautions, um, you know, if, if they do, that's it. What's the harm yeah. in that? But people Sounds are freaking out. Reasonable. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and so it, you know, it was like, kind of like the nurses against the whole community. And, um, you know, they were like, it's not that big of a deal. No, it is a big of a deal. Because it's a nuisance. It can cost a lot of money to get the, the medication. Um, I know I didn't like it when I was in grammar school. I, you know, I had caught, caught it twice. 
Mom, I'm sure you're listening. I'm sure you remember the days of, you know, picking my head, you know, and, and trying yeah. to get it. I mean, it happens. You know, everybody's probably had a story of, you know, in grammar school getting it. And it's not because you're dirty. It actually, you get it with clean hair. So it, it just happens. It's kid to kid. It's, it's contact when, when you, you know, hit, you know, touch the heads. It's, you know, changing jackets. It, it's that kind of thing. It just happens. It, it's not because you're dirty or you're a weirdo or whatever. It's just, it just yeah. happens. So that was like a big deal, um, you know, with life. And, and I even said it. I was like, y'all, this is just common sense. Why are we even debating this? It's like, duh. So that was like a big drama, drama. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then another big, dra- I know like how, mm. how, how, how silly it really was mm. a really, really silly. And then another big drama thing was we tried putting on the policy because we only had three meetings in Slidell. We have two meetings every month. Okay. That's 24 meetings. And then sometimes we have special sessions. Sometimes we have, you know, other you know, separate meetings right. and they're always in Covington. And we only have three in Slidell. So how fair is that for our constituents over here in the East? It's not. Right. Because we have more population over in, in the Slidell area than anywhere in the entire parish. So we went round and round. And so last year, it wasn't voted on, so we brought it up again. And again, it was more drama. And we wow. just didn't understand it. So finally, we did get it passed that we have now six meetings over in the Slidell, the book center over here. So we're super six excited out of, about that. Six out of 24. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, still, I know. Yeah. And that was a big deal for us. Can you yeah, believe it? Wow. A little bit of progress. Okay. That's good. Yeah. What so. about equity? What about equity? What about geographical <laughs> equity? <laughs> so, exactly. Um, you know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, because, I mean, we do have, a, you know, a lot of teachers, and, and they emailed, and we're like, right. hey, look, you know, by the time we well, get off, there's no way with traffic and, and everything else for us to try to, you mm-hmm. know, be able to come and do, you know, public comment or, or anything like that. So yeah. it just wasn't I think fair. It's an so important, we're, we're, that's an important issue, and I'm glad you fought for that because— yeah, you know, people need to be represented uh, by by people that live near them that they can uh, so they can access the meetings, they can uh, speak out. Leads me to uh, some issues that have been irking me lately, and that's what's been going on with this redistricting uh, issue. Uh, mm-hmm. They gerrymandered the uh, congressional districts, passed a bill that uh, creates these uh, geographic monstrosities in the name of, quote-unquote, a second black district. And yeah. now they're trying to do it again for the uh, Supreme Court. Yeah. So I wrote a column about this. Oh, we're going to be actually this. going through that ourselves over here with the schools. Yeah. We're going to be doing that, yeah. like, the next couple of months. Well, several months. We're going to be redistricting mm-hmm. over here. So I wrote a column about it last night uh, because I'm really upset at what they're trying to do with the Supreme Court. And they're trying to create a district that is a, a geographic nightmare that, that basically yeah. goes from northeast Louisiana all the way down to uh, the Florida parishes and claim that's a quote unquote minority district. And 
jumbles up all these uh, districts, uh, makes them uh, just a mess uh, so that mm-hmm. uh, you have people that are not with similar interests in uh, in the same district being represented by uh, folks carving up uh, parts of northwest Louisiana, carving up uh, Baton Rouge, carving up the New Orleans area. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, the bill passed the House. It's now going to be uh, voted on the Senate Governmental Affairs Committee today. Uh, it is uh, something that if it does pass and the governor and the attorney general want it passed, just like they were for the congressional redistricting, it's going to be uh, the subject of a lawsuit. So we're going to have court challenges to it, like uh, their court challenges to the congressional redistricting. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, that's what the uh, legislature is uh, working on. And, you know, there have been some disappointing um, actions in the first few weeks uh, of these sessions. And the other one was what happened with the closed primary. I think we need to have closed primaries where Republicans mm-hmm. vote for Republicans, Democrats vote for uh, Democrats, and that's it. And we have cl- we should have closed primaries for uh, everything, in my opinion. In the presidential race, one of the problems is that all these states uh, are open to anybody. Like um, mm-hmm. 11 of the 15 states on Super Tuesday, Democrats can vote. That was the case in uh, South Carolina. That was the case in New Hampshire. If it was just Republicans, Trump wouldn't have won 60 to 40. He would have won <clears throat> 80 to 20. Right. So... That's the that's the that's the kind of support Nikki Haley is getting. Democrats and whatever support you get on uh, Super Tuesday will be Democrats. Anyway, I'm a staunch supporter of closed primaries, and we had a chance to do it here in Louisiana, and we didn't get it done, sadly. So that's my yeah. Opinion. I don't understand that. I, I don't. I don't. And and look, I get it because there's a lot of politicians that you know tote the line and you know because they're they're in positions that it doesn't matter if you're a republican or a democrat you know like say dog catcher you know it doesn't matter if you're a conservative or a liberal being a dog catcher you know but right there are there are you know positions that do matter and you run as a republican and as a democrat for a reason so you need to cater to your constituents and why we voted for you. So mm-hmm. that's that's why we should have closed primaries. Right. Regardless of your of your position, I voted for you for your values. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. And, uh, you know, it would help draw even more people to the Republican Party if we had truly closed primaries. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, that has been the big... But the are big we drawing point. them... But but this is the thing, though. Are we drawing them to our party for the right reason? Mm-hmm. You know, if we had closed primaries, would we be drawing in more rhinos? Yeah, I think there's still a lot of conservative Democrats out there uh, who um, still have that D behind their name that we would probably recruit over to the Republicans. I know it's been happening slowly for years and years and years. People have been finally coming over. But even in a red state like Louisiana, right now, there's still more registered Democrats than Republicans, if you can believe it. Uh, and this is historic, going back decades and decades where Democrats really uh, controlled the state. We should have the majority of um, registered voters in Louisiana. And if we had closed primaries, I think we would. 
But what passed out of the legislature was some kind of a hybrid mess that uh, gives a partial closed primary to some positions and, and not to others. Very confusing, and I think they made it worse. <laughs> so, I mean, anyway, we'll see uh, what happens in this uh, special session on crime. Uh, another big uh, battle is constitutional carry. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to carve out Bourbon Street. So, and they're also saying, well, let's wait two years before we uh, implement uh, congressional carry. And uh, I don't think so. I think it should be implemented immediately. Your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, right now, mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> and do we carve out certain areas like Bourbon Street uh, from constitutional carry? Um, I don't, that, that, well, yeah, because Bourbon Street is kind of a, its own species. You know, yeah, I mean, and of course, uh, there are there are some limitations, like uh, you can't bring a gun to a parade, you can't bring a gun inside yeah. a bar, and they're saying, you know, Bourbon Street is nothing but bars. Uh, obviously, yeah. whatever is passed, um, you know, if they do carve out uh, Bourbon Street and you can't bring uh, a, a weapon there, criminals aren't going to abide by that. They don't care. No, <laughs> they don't they care don't what the care. law is. So my only thought look, the is way it crime people... is right now, I, I, yeah. look, the way crime is right now, I, I, I wish we would go back to the old West, you know, mm-hmm. gun, yeah. gun toting, you know, it's like, and we keep hearing uh, or something, you people, know, uh, saying the, the, the methods that we're using to, uh, institute capital punishment are cruel and unusual and, uh, Oh, I'm all about capital punishment. Yeah. And, and you know, we haven't been this implementing death row, punishment. Yeah, I mean, being on death row for 40 years, what's the point? Yeah. Right. And how much I mean, is that costing? Lots. It, way, way more than um, a dollar bullet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, we'll see. That's part of the agenda here uh, with this uh, crime session and uh, be watching a lot of this. Uh, I just hope... Again, Republicans, when they get in positions of power here in Louisiana, they tend to want to be nice and give positions of power to Democrats and and not be uh, as aggressive as they should be. Uh, So I I want them just to move forward boldly with the agenda. Democrats, uh, you know, if they want to impact these things, they need to win elections and they need to have more people there. And right now Mm -hmm. it's a two-thirds Republican majority. So this entire agenda should be passed uh, and it should be done in a bold fashion, but we'll see. All right, hang on. Michelle First is well, with us, uh, Jeff Career here. It's uh, Ringside Politics on the Airways. We're going to get to your phone calls, 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. 
Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Our Lady's Peace Plan is the only solution to the world's problems. Nothing else will work. Amend our lives, offer penance for the conversion of sinners, first Saturday devotion, and say the rosary daily in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima. This will end the chastisement of this coronavirus, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith and a period of world peace. Learn everything about Fatima at Fatima.org. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org been an investigation based on suspicions that there could have been involvement in tampering in the key parts of that suspected report. If any of that makes any sense to you, man, you're in the right wing of that bird. The mainstream media is at it again, and they've got the facts that might not be right and the opinions that you don't need. Well, what we do need right here now at Ringside Politics is you. Well, pine with us, all you got to do is call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Michelle Hurst is with us. Rings out all-star Jeff Career here. We are in the midst of an open line and lots of topics we're going to get to with Michelle. Let's welcome Sandy joining us from the Gover State, the great state of Minnesota. Hey, uh, Miss Sandy, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Hey, good, good morning. morning, Jeff. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. I was wondering if you guys wanted uh, the possibility of 8 to 10 inches of snow. That's what we're under right now. <laughs> wow. Nah, I'll pass. <laughs> uh, I'd love snow, actually. I'd love some snow. Mm. Yeah, it's supposed to get really bad, though. We're supposed to get our... We didn't have any snow all winter, but uh, now we're getting it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, be uh, careful so that. Michelle, I understand about this headlights business, you know, and uh, 
listen, I, I dealt with it with my daughter and it was in the apartment buildings that, that I was living in and it was because it was mm-hmm. going through the school district and everybody was, I was having a fit because, you know, I was taught when I was a kid back in the 70s and stuff that that was, oh, you were a sign of being filthy and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, they it was kept going around and parents weren't treating their kids properly. And we had neighbors mm-hmm. that were, it was all through the school district. And people were like, well, you know, you're sending out these letters. Well, they stopped. And then that big outbreak came, mm-hmm. and people, people treating their kids with head lice by dyeing their hair, not vacuuming, mm. not uh, cleaning, you know, and putting things in the laundry, and and it mm-hmm. is an expense when when you get it, it is an expense to get rid of it. Yeah, right. here's the expense. Thing. Finally, finally, I broke down, and I said, "Okay, this is enough." And I went to the school district and I said, you either embarrass these people, you know, it, it, they're going to be embarrassed no matter what mm-hmm. you do. You're not putting a name on the thing. Oh, Johnny right. or Susie gets whatever. But I right. said, if this doesn't stop and people don't stop, I'm going to the Minnesota Department of Health mm-hmm. because it was such a bad outbreak in the community with mm-hmm. kids. And they finally realized that they better bring the letters back and because I did call. And they brought, finally brought the, brought the letters back. And after that, after that, they were teaching the people that, hey, if you can't afford the lice treatment, then you go to your doctor. It, they'll Under your most insurance, they'll cover it. Um, mm-hmm. They had... One specialist come in town, and they opened up a small little area. They gave it to him free downtown, and mm-hmm. the hairstylist dealt with head lice. Mm-hmm. Some hairstylists, yeah. for the cost of a haircut, will take and treat your kids. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, it's stupid. It's it. Yeah. I mean, I know that's just not the subject I was going to call in, but you right. know. Like I said, the recommendation well, to me is get over yourself and uh, stop this monkey business. It's not about it. you. It's about the health of all the Children. people and all the kids in the school, yeah. including yeah. the adults who can bring it home to their kids, the teachers, and sure. everything else. Right. You know? uh, good points. Good points. Uh, and uh, that's what our school board member deals with, uh, Miss Sandy. So we got about a minute left. Anything else you wanted to mention before we roll to the break? No, except for the fact that when you were talking about the guns, you know, it's kind of like that stupid sign that they put up, no guns allowed. Yeah, yeah, criminals really respect that. Well, that's where they go. You know, that's where they, that's where right. they do their mass the shootings. like, oh, we're going to go there. <laughs> right. And, and my worry would be that would be what would be happening in the, in the French Quarter. But if then if you have constitutional carry, then you're going to have people packing and, uh, and innocent people then can then protect lives uh, by uh, using exactly. their firearm to defend others who are being attacked. So that's why I'm for constitutional carry. We have 27 states that have it. We need to get on board with it. And I think it's going to pass the uh, session here. Miss Sandy, always a pleasure. Where- yeah, I like you, Minnesota, you, your state, where they're banning everything. 
you got a lot of work to do there. All right, we'll pray for yeah. you. Miss Sandy, thank yeah, you as always. You. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that whole issue of constitutional carry and uh, what's going on with the uh, crime session. But uh, I'm glad the governor is focusing on it. He also declared a state of emergency here in Louisiana, Michelle, because we don't have enough police officers. Oh, and, yeah, uh, no kidding. Yeah. There, and there is something that I, I do want to mention. I don't know if I have time either before the break or maybe after the break. Yeah, let's do it after the break because we're up against okay. it. Uh, and I do want to get your thoughts on what happened to this Jefferson Parish uh, convict uh, claiming he had medical issues and then he overpowered a female deputy and is still on the loose mm. uh, somewhere. We don't know where. 504 556 Let's take care of some business. Quick time out. It's Ringside on the Airways on WGSO. Michelle Hurst is with us, our Ringside All-Star. Joining us on Tuesdays, let's get a news update. We'll be right back. This is William Wallace. Listen to my show on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock. William Wallace for America here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans, Louisiana. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Millions of Americans have dealt with abnormally warm weather, high winds, and fire weather alerts this week from West Texas and all the way north to Chicago. There have been red flag warnings in place through late Monday. Some have been allowed to expire, but high wind alerts remain in place for communities in over a dozen states, especially in the central U.S. and south. Meanwhile, a major storm front's moving across the U.S., bringing snow to the Mountain West and potential thunderstorms to the Midwest. President Biden is headed for Texas and the U.S. southern border this Thursday, the very same day as Donald Trump. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre with the announcement to reporters. President Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas to meet with U.S. border patrol agents, law enforcement, and local leaders. Meanwhile, former President Trump set to visit Eagle Pass, USA's Laura Winters. He blasts President Biden on his social media platform, Truth Social, saying, when I am your president, we will immediately seal the border. The two leaders enter the Lone Star State on Thursday as Biden's expected to renew a call for Republican lawmakers in D.C. to reconsider the U.S. Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid deal, which would allow the Department of Homeland Security to shut down the border. House Speaker Mike Johnson has argued the bill does not do enough to deter illegal border crossers. Ahead of the Michigan primary election Tuesday, Republican Nikki Haley continued to hammer on the case against electability. He did not get 40% in any of the early states. It is very hard to win a general election if you can't do that. President Biden, meanwhile, is facing no official opposition in Michigan, but a grassroots movement hopes to convince Arab Americans and other voters to write in an uncommitted vote for president in the Democratic primary. It's meant as a move to protest Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war. This is USA. Some clouds starting in the morning, some 60s to the upper 70s to near 80. Sunny and breezy. Overcast tonight, more clouds coming in tomorrow. There's an approaching front, no rain with it. But behind it during the afternoon, the wind shift to near 80. Breezy and late afternoon and evening, lower humidity turning cooler. Headed to upper 40s, low 50s Thursday morning. Mostly lasting clouds, but dry Thursday. The afternoon, a cool low 60s. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. 
Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments too at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee it. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couleer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. 
the ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. All right. Kicking off hour number three here on the program, and uh, we're going to get to your phone calls in a second at 504-556-9696. Also, a lot of interesting emails, Jeff at WGSO.com. Of course, we're visiting with our Ringside All-Star, joins us on Tuesdays, uh, Republican Party uh, activist, uh, author, leader, and St. Anthony Parish School Board member, Michelle Hurstis. So, Michelle, at the end of the last segment, you wanted to bring up a topic uh, before we get to some more calls, so... The floor is yours. Wow, thank you. No, I just wanted to mention, too, um, when we were talking about, like, the the sessions and and all these bills and stuff that they're talking about and, you know, constitutional carry, and I just wanted to really mention real quick, and I I know that um, that you kind of work with uh, the people, uh, and I know you've mentioned LACAG before, LACAG.org and everything. Um, What's really cool about their, uh, their website is, and look, Americans are lazy, right? We like to do things quick, easy, and as simple as possible. So on there, if you go to org, and there's a tag up at the top, and it's called Action Center. So if you go on there, you can easily see a lot of the stuff that they're, you know, that's in session right now, say like the constitutional carry. So if you... um if you oppose oppose the bill and, and if there's any bills that you want to work on or if you're trying to get in touch with some of your legislators, um, you can go on there. And it's easy to find your officials, like on the right-hand side, find your official. You just put your zip code in there, and it gives you the officials that you have in your area, their phone numbers, their websites, um, if you want to vote no on the HB nine and, and tell your representatives that you just click on the, the vote no, and it has like a letter already written for you. You put in your information, click it, and it'll send an email telling your representatives vote no on this. Um, so it's very simple, like the, you know, like the, the kiss, the keep it simple, stupid, right. uh-huh. and it does it for Got you. Got it. Um, NRA does the same thing for the constitutional carry. If you go to the NRA website, it'll say, you know, if you're for the constitutional carry, you can put your information in and it'll send a letter saying, please vote for the constitutional carry. So just wanted to, you know, let people know about that. Yeah. Very good. Michelle Hurst is with us. Jeff Career here. 504-556-9696. Let's get to some more phone calls, Michelle, and let's go to... Uh, well, someone who's one of our well-known contributors. Let's get our notepads and calculators. Let's go to class. Uh-oh. It's time now for the professor, Joseph in Metairie. Good morning, sir. Welcome. How are you? Am I on the radio? You are on the airwaves. Okay. All you over. Huh? All over the universe. You are now on. All over the universe? Yes. All right. Now, I believe the expression number for the word universe is 41. That sticks in my mind. Anyway, uh, 
you've heard of the term or expression called sixth sense? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen to these words or listen to them. Instinct, insight, intuition, and psychic. Now, if you add up the numbers that are the expression numbers, which means the vowels and the consonants, they all have, each letter has a value number. Okay, now if you add up all the numbers that will give you an expression number for these words, Mm -hmm. uh, they come up to the number 165. Okay, that's 36, 41, 50, 38. Add up to the number 165. 165 is the expression number for the words, the revelation of St. John the Divine. Mm -hmm. The revelation of St. John the Divine is the official title of the book of Revelation. Okay, it's 165. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to do... I, I, I'd I like to send this one to you. Okay. You've heard of the name Napoleon Bompart? <laughs> yes. Okay. In case you don't know, the number 44... Is actually, actually, I have to bring in Benito Mussolini for this. But the number 44 is the number for the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Just like the number 69 is the number for, uh, well, number 69 is for karma. Mm. But, so, um, what is all this research co- concluding for you, my friend? Because we got limited time. What is what are expression numbers? How does that uh, impact uh, our our listeners? Pythagoras invented numerology. Okay, mm-hmm. the one thing he didn't um, touch on was the value of the number zero. Mm, number okay. zero was it came out of the Arab world. The concept of the number zero. Okay. Of course, uh, the numbers, you know, the the Arabs were our enemy. (laughs) Maybe still are. But the thing is... uh, I don't think so. Well, Uh, the Arabs, they were intent on conquering Europe. You know. Got it. Uh, Here's something ironic. A lot of people don't think about this. Well, we got but we got a roll, my friend. But thank you, Joseph. Pre- appreciate it. That's Joseph in Metairie with some interesting calculations for us. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. You know, as he talks about Arabs and foreign affairs and everything, uh, you know, we look at where we are, and I do want to segue into what's going on here today because, you know, we got a president who has created uh, conflicts in the Arab world and all over the Middle East. You know, with Donald Trump. We had peace deals breaking out. Now we got war in the Middle East. We got war in Ukraine. We got an open border. 
you know, take away the issues of the uh, economy, which are certainly against uh, Joe Biden. Everywhere you look, uh, he's destroyed everything. He should be losing in a landslide. Yet I'm looking here at a poll showing pretty much a dead heat, uh, which is mind-boggling to me that Biden is anywhere near Donald Trump after the disaster that he has uh, given us worldwide, Middle East, Ukraine, everywhere. And, of course, China. been kowtowing to China since he got in there. And um, he's still got support. Uh, and he's mentally incompetent. Uh, he's a disaster. People are getting hurt uh, every which way. He's unleashed all of this on us. Why isn't Donald Trump 20, 30 points ahead, Michelle? I'm surprised he's not 100 points ahead. <laughs> I just <laughs> right. don't get it. Right. It makes me wonder if the, the people that are like like still liking a Biden is 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 as incompetent as he is. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's either got to be the vaccine or they're just as as, as incompetent as he mm-hmm. is. They don't know what they're doing, where they're going, you know. Yeah. So they probably don't know what like good leadership is. Right. I mean, the, the reason that they like them is they probably, you know, uh, can relate to them. <laughs> just I mean, don't, don't they remember peace and prosperity, which is what we had under Donald Trump? That wasn't that long ago, just a few years ago. No. We had peace and prosperity. They hate him so much. They would, you know, as as one person said when I was running for school board, I would vote for a, a pile of dog poop before I would vote for you. So that's what it is. They oh just hate President Trump so much that mm. they would just vote for a pile. So of when dog you were poop, campaigning, and when you were Biden. campaigning, when you were campaigning for school board, would you like go yeah. campaign with your Trump gear? Because I know you got a lot of Trump gear. I know. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I, I had some, but, uh-huh. um, you know, I mean, do, doing the Trump boat parades and, and, and stuff like that. But honestly, I didn't, you know, I didn't forcefully do too much campaigning. We just waved signs. Um, I did a lot of social media. I did do some door knocking. Um, but, um, like, no, I mean, I wasn't all, you know, I was wondering Trump if trainish. Trump would have been a, would have been a negative or a positive for you, uh, in that uh, district that you're in, but, um, Oh no, it would be a positive. No, it would be a positive. Cause I mean, we're, mm-hmm. um, this area right here is definitely pro Trump. Good. Good. Yeah. 504-556-9696. Today, uh, Trump will probably secure another massive landslide victory in Michigan. I uh, had one in South Carolina. Here's a question. What in the world is Nikki Haley doing still in the race, Michelle? She is getting paid more money by being in the race than not in the race. That's why. It's all about ego and money. That's it. Will she run as a no-labels third-party candidate, you think? She might if they pay her enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she claims she has egg on her face. Yeah. She claims she's a conservative Republican and will not run on a third-party ticket, yet she doesn't totally close the door on no labels in an interview she did. So she's a fraud. She's a total fraud. Completely. She's getting her support Completely. from Democrats and independents and— you know, she's, um, 
obviously not the preferred candidate of Republicans, yet she keeps saying Donald Trump can't win. And, you know, she's saying that over and over and over again. Yet here's the deal. Trump is leading Biden, not by a lot, but he's leading him. She's, she, she sold herself. She sold herself to the devil. Mm-hmm. She's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It's really um, It's sad. But, yeah, it's, she, it is. It's sad. I mean, you could just see, it's almost like you can see the decline in her like you've seen the decline in Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what she's come from, from a very strong, you know, woman with intelligence, and all of a sudden, you know, when she was working, you know, under President Trump, all of a sudden you see this, like, this manifestation of her into this, like, weak-minded weirdness. Like, what happened to her? That's a good question. Uh, who got to her? Uh, yeah. Now, one Is it greed? St- what, I mean, yeah. what, what happened? Mm-hmm. One good news story is that Ronna Romney McDaniel will be exiting her position as RNC chair. Good riddance to her. Uh, are you uh, shedding any tears over her leaving? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm fine. McDaniel has left <laughs> building. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Jeez. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> See you Bye-bye. later. Bye-bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. So it can only get better. It can only get better whoever comes on uh, in the aftermath. Oh, Laura Trump, bring her in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think she'd be good. She'd be good. All right. Hang on. A lot more to get to. Uh, Michelle Hurst is with us. Jeff Career here. 504 556 9696. Our talk line will be right back. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. 
Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. HDFNOLA.org. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter rolls. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. Nothing lasts forever, except maybe a seat in Congress or judgeship or taxes or felony convictions. And therein lies the problem. The only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Cruer, has over 25 years of listening and speaking up for our side and has the record to prove it. Prove you care right now and call Jeff at 556-9696. All right, a few more minutes here with our special guest, uh, Michelle Hurstis. I wanted to ask you about one more issue, uh, Michelle. Tragedy uh, occurring in uh, Athens, Georgia. A uh, young lady, 23-year-old jogger, uh, killed by an illegal alien from Venezuela. Uh, He had been in this country since 2022, uh, allowed in here by Joe Biden, uh, committed crimes up in New York, uh, allowed to remain in the country, released, not deported, and then he winds up five months later killing this uh, nursing student. Uh, should have never been here in the first place, should have been deported. Uh, Venezuela's crime is going down because they are releasing their criminals and sending them here. here. Yeah. Wow. So we are accepting these criminals from Venezuela Venezuelans are the ones attacking police officers uh, in New York. There was just uh, illegal from Venezuela, uh, accused of a child abuse. Now, murder in the case of uh, Lakin Riley. And I think Joe Biden has blood on his hands. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Is that the one that's um, best friends with um, the... The the girl... Oh, gosh, what is her name? I just, I just drew a blank. The the Gaines girl, isn't that her name? The one that support the, the one, uh, all the transgender in the sports? Yeah, I don't know if she was uh, friends with her or not. Um, I thought, but, um, I don't, I, I know that it was, it was like one of her best friends or something that just got killed yeah. by um, an immigrant. Yeah, so I don't know if it's the yeah, same, her name is same Riley one. Gaines. Riley yeah, Gaines. Yeah, Gaines, yeah. But this girl was so a I, nursing student in uh, in Athens, Georgia, went out for a jog and uh, never came back. She was killed. Uh, the AP is refusing to mention that the killer was an illegal alien. 
Uh, well, of course, about, because, you know, yeah. that would look bad. Yeah. That would look totally yeah. bad. But, yeah, you've got the immigrants in the shelters, the shelters that we pay for with our tax dollars, right? And they're beating up cops over there up in New York. You've got illegals killing uh, U.S. citizens, you know. But, oh, that's okay. Keep the Keep the borders open. Let's just bring them in. You know, millions of people. Oh, yeah. We've got enough people coming in, you know, like, what, on a, on a monthly basis or something that, mm-hmm. that's enough population of a city that's coming in. And, and it's okay. But yet, they're beating up yeah. cops in New York. They're not getting arrested. Are they getting arrested, put in jail? Probably mm-hmm. not. Yet, we've got people, Ma- January 6th, that literally just walked into the Capitol, took a picture, yeah. and walked out. That are that are sitting in jail rotting. US My calculation citizens. is that there's 10.3 million that have come in here at least since Biden became president, which is uh, more than the population of 41 states, and That's double ridiculous. more than more than double the population of the state of Louisiana, and that's what we've right. allowed what here under Biden. That's like so, a city a month. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're talking about killers, terrorists. Uh, drug dealers, cartel members, uh, and then others who come here unskilled on uh, government payrolls. They'll have children that uh, your schools and others will have to take uh, care of. So what is the deal with the public schools? They have to educate these folks, correct, when they come here with their uh, children? Correct. They don't speak English. Um, So how can you do that when they come here from... From 174 nations with a, all these different languages, how can, how in the world can education occur when they have to take care of people that don't know English? Right. And then those numbers count against us with our test scores. Yeah. And then that brings our then that brings our numbers down for our schools, and that and that our schools are graded on that. But and if our schools are graded of, a certain number, then our yeah. schools get taken over by the federal government. But the costs are probably astronomical for all these uh, teachers' aides and translators and mm-hmm. for these uh, kids that come here that don't know the language. Right. That, uh, and then that the, the costs are, of course, passed on to who? The taxpayers. All right, uh, let's get to some more phone calls. 504-556-9696. Harry joins us from the North Shore. Hey, Harry, what's going on? How are you, sir? Good morning. uh, Good morning. Good morning to you, Michelle. Hey, good morning. Michelle, I just wanted to say uh, very briefly that I appreciate your fervor and your stick-to-itiveness, your guts, and really your fighting ability. I I think you get that from your mother. Uh, (laughs) I do. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I'm 94 years old, and I appreciate uh, people like you more and more as time goes by. Uh, I did vote for you. Uh, it's a mail-in vote uh, for the committee. Thank you. Yeah, and oh, I thank you. Uh, Great. Your listeners uh, vote for you, too. If you've never voted before or whatever, get on, get up off your rear end and Vote or mail in or whatever, but uh, do vote. Thank uh, you. Yeah, voting is voting is important. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's what keeps us alive. Unfortunately, the vote in the last election uh, didn't uh, give us any propitious uh, results for sure. No. But uh, I appreciate you, and uh, I also appreciate your program, Jeff. 
Uh, Matt, that's about all I have to say. All right. Well, good to hear from you, Harry. You're always welcome on this program, sir. And uh, there you go. One of your supporters there, Michelle. And you are running uh, currently for the State Central Committee, right? Yes. um, Instead of 1G, they moved the district line, so it's actually 1E this time. E for excellent. Can they make it any more confusing? <laughs> any more confusing, I know. possibly? I know. 504-556-969. I'm confused even hearing about it. Uh, all right, let's go to our fired-up friend, Cajun, pro-life, whistleblowing, buccaneer, Phil from Jefferson. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Hey. Hey, good morning. Can you hear me, Jeff? Yes, yes. Good and godly morning, pro-life, whistleblowing, parents, patriots, pet owners, police and military, mama bears and papa bears, cowboys and cowgirls. The war on America, the beautiful and Israel oppressor continues. Very recently, another young girl was raped and murdered in America in the great state of Georgia. This is World War III. If our babies are not safe, are you? Thousands, yes, tens of thousands of illegal alien terrorist murderers and rapists and invaders cross our borders every day. We must stop this terrorist invasion now. We must deploy the military to the border right now. We must protect our nation right now because you and I are next or somebody you know. Agent pro-life whistleblower. Thank you, sir. Special effects. Six nine six nine six yes. Special effects. Uh, let's keep Ooh. it rolling. Matthew joining us in Homa. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. I'm doing well, Jeff. I'm doing, and Michelle. So, uh, Rusty started off the, call, uh, the calls with an interesting uh, point about uh, women taking these non traditional roles, including politicians. Well, mm-hmm. and. An advocacy for uh, women, uh, you know, returning to the traditional, uh, you know, the traditional roles that they've filled in our society since uh, uh, basically we got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Um, mm-hmm. There is a point about this that the women have to want to go to those traditional roles in a country where they have a vote. Uh, this is an Iran. Uh, so they have to want to be those traditional uh, roles that we've seen in the past, housewives and uh, mothers. And, and some like do. And some, the, some do. And, and women should have the right to take any kind of path they want uh, in the workforce, uh, you know, be a homemaker. Whatever they want to do uh, should be available to them. My only uh, thought in, 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 in what he said that I thought really struck home with me is that you can't take away the biological differences between men and women, okay? No, you, you cannot. Can't, you can't put a deputy on a 270-pound uh, prisoner and think that things are going to turn out okay. Uh, you can't allow a six-foot-four, quote, transgender girl participate uh, with uh, young girls on a basketball uh, court. I mean, that's got well, to That's not that's the way it end. happens on Princess... That's not the way it happens on Xena Princess <laughs> Warrior. Uh, <laughs> right. So, like yeah. I said, the pop- popular culture shows the strong, empowered female. You know, Marvel, uh, the M- 
uh, Marvel Comics right. and the whatnot. Um, right. And that's probably not realistic. Um, then there's the issue of what no. the Haley and comics doing. are superheroes anyway, so they have superpowers. Superpowers, <laughs> right. Like the, right. what were they, the Powerpuff uh, Girls? Or I don't know what they were called. They were, yeah, they used to yeah, the Powerpuff have superpowers. Girls, yeah, that was the fun one. Yeah. That was actually meant to be sarcastic. Um, right. So the, yes. uh, what is Nikki Haley doing? I am convinced that she is trying to provoke Donald Trump into doing, saying something or acting in some fashion that the news media will be able to spin as mean. And, all and the then they'll say, oh, he stepped in it now. He went too far. He can't recover from this. And, of course, he'll recover from it like he always does. So, you well, know. Yeah, well, he you're does you're that anyway Donald, without Nikki Haley. <laughs> What's that, Michelle? Which I, love. I say he, he'll, he puts his foot in his mouth without Nikki Haley, which right. doesn't bother <laughs> right. me any. So... <laughs> Yeah, he, he does all the time. We still why, love him, but he uh, does. Yes, right. Okay. You're wondering why he has the, you know, Joe Biden has any approval at all. I don't think it's because he has approval. I think it's right. because Donald Trump, you know, is so mean. Well, let me say and this, and we got to roll. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, you know, he's been that way no. since he came down the escalator. He's been that way his whole life. He's a New Yorker. That's how he is. But that also endears him to a lot of people. He's a tough guy. He doesn't uh, take all this. He fights back. That's what we haven't seen in Republican leaders for so long. Mm -hmm. That's what makes him so refreshing and popular. Final call for you, Michelle. The one and only Deplorable Dion. (gasps) You'll have the final word this morning with your lovely daughter, Miss Dion. How are you? Hey, Mom. hey, baby girl, love you. I better talk fast. The thing with Haley, y'all, I mean, this comes from a woman who says President Trump can't w- win a general election. She can't even win her own state. As far as the illegals, not only are they bringing crime, but they're bringing, um, Dr. Siegel was on like yesterday, they're bringing measles, polio, and tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Gordon Chang mm-hmm. was on law last night. Are you ready for this? These Chinese nationals. He says they have proof that they're doing ta- shooting target practice. That's what they're doing. And they've gone underwater with sonar around some of our uh, military equipment. This is, this is, oh, wow. Gordon Chang was on Tom yet last night. He was something mm-hmm. else. But, uh, well, you know, Tennessee Republicans just voted uh, to ban uh, pride flags in public schools. So that's good. But, uh, good. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. um, and one more real world, I'll talk fast. Dr. Phil, I saw clips of him on The View. These women just don't understand. All I can say is they save lives. Dr. Phil said no, the long-term effect. First of all, the uh, school-age children, COVID, they didn't have to worry about COVID. They weren't in that, you know, bad, bad, uh, the, like the elderly, you know. But what happened is that some of those kids were uh, dependent on um meals and they or they are sexually abused and all they did was go back to the same homes to stay in the home with the abuser and then starve and as far as Mm -hmm. oh thank you for that caller who complimented my daughter because i tell you what in virginia mr jeff that guy if i'd have said sir and i wouldn't apologize for nothing i'd have told him look sir and i hope i'm not too crass or i'm I'm, uh, deleted off your thing but i said sir as long as you have a a man's thing i'm gonna call you sir Okay, y'all have a great day. <laughs> All right, Miss <Thomas> Dion. <laughs> 
All right, Michelle Hurst is we're up against it. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank and you. Uh, have a great rest of the day and week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, we've got a lot to get to. Okay. Quick time out. Let's do a news update. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. The state legislature is moving closer to lowering the age at which a person charged with a felony can be charged as an adult. Here's Jeff Palermo. There's a push to lower the age back down to 17 after it was raised to 18 as a result of legislation approved in 2017. Louisiana Sheriff's Association Executive Director Michael Renanza says teenage crime is increasing. We need this year to correct the problem and the law so that we can deal with this serious juvenile crime problem. Megan Garvey with the Louisiana Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers says 17-year-olds charged as adults keeps parents from having a say on the punishment their child should receive. Unlike in juvenile court, nobody is required to notify you. The bill has been approved by the Senate and the House is also looking to pass it. I'm Jeff Palermo. Officials in Washita Parish have confirmed a body found in the Washita River is that of a missing young woman from Iberia Parish. 19-year-old Cheryl Turner was reporting missing in early January. Authorities say the case is still under investigation. LRN. Visiting team for the coin toss. Will it be heads or tails? Make your pick with heads or tails. The new $1 scratch-off from the Louisiana Lottery went up to $3,000. Unlock your winnings playing $3, unlock it. Win up to $30,000. And check out the lottery's new $2 casino games. Poker Face, High Stakes, All In, and King's Ransom. Win up to $14,000. Seven! Roll the dice with $5 High Roller. It's loaded with $500 prizes and a top prize of a whopping $100,000. Kick off the fun with new games from the lottery. Pick yours up today. The Louisiana Lottery, giving you a reason to smile. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. You know, they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste unless no one notices. Call Ringside Politics with a punch, 556-9696. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Jeff Career here. It is Ringside on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. 504-556-9696 to check in. Open line here on the program. And uh, we've got some other great guests who are going to be uh, joining us here. Interesting clips to share with you. 
Let's welcome our friend, Miss Ginger, checking in from Metairie. How you doing, Miss Ginger? What's going on? Good morning and welcome. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Um, good morning. Now, uh, with Miss, um, is it Doris or Dolores? I got Dolores stuck in my head because that was my grandmother's, one of her best friend's name. But it's, is it Doris? The lady that the was last call? Michelle's mom? Dion, Miss Dion. Dion. I'm sorry, none yeah. of the above. Oh, please forgive me, Miss Dion. That's a beautiful One name, One of those too. D, D names, yes. Yeah, like Dion Rourke. In fact, I heard some of her music just the other day. Anyway, um, uh, what she said about Phil, uh, Dr. Phil, I'm assuming she's talking about Dr. Phil McGraw. Well, that's, uh, that is so good to hear because, you know, he came from Oprah as far as I know. I mean, the first time I saw that man was because Oprah had him on his show, her show. And uh, so, you know, I would... I don't know, but I was thinking it's a possibility. He thinks just like her. And uh, so, thank God he's, you know, got the sense to come out and say, um, you know, be honest with the people and say what he said. And, um, you know, instead of fighting, the, you know, fighting the narrative that these things, these, these um, vaccines right. are just okie-dokie and safe and everybody should get them, even little tiny, tiny babies. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I heard a doctor yesterday and I sure I'm going to talk to my daughter about it. I'd be willing to bet you she's already she's already on it. But I saw a doctor yesterday that said they've done studies that the CDC refuses to do, and they believe that children who are not so heavily vaccinated against anything are healthier. Their immune systems are healthier. When mm-hmm. we were kids, I don't know how many shots we took, but let's say it was probably about twelve, maybe our first year. Do you know, my nephew told me, because he had a child that he lost after he was uh, got an immunization. He, he died in the crib, and um, wow. he was, I think, two or three. But he said by the time he had passed away, he had had, I think, 60 inoculations. So, uh, and this doctor said yesterday well, that by the time they're, by the time they're mm-hmm. 18 years old, the number mm-hmm. of the number of vaccines they get is absolutely it would just blow your mind. It's ridiculous. And, and here's so. here's what's happening. And, and unfortunately, we got to roll, uh, Miss Ginger, because we have a guest on now. But uh, what's happening is that uh, because of the uh, negative reaction to the COVID vaccine, and because of uh, the 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 lies that were told to us about it, a lot of people then are hesitating as far as uh, vaccines with their with their kids. Some of them, I yeah. think, are are beneficial. Some are not. And uh, so we're seeing the numbers go down, which could be leading to other health problems. But it's all because I think we were lied to about this COVID vaccine. So anyway, yeah. thanks, Miss Ginger. We got to roll, Great. but uh, we'll talk Thank soon. Uh, all right. We have a very special guest who is uh, joining us now. Very pleased we're able to uh, bring on the president of the Antitrust Education Project. Uh, Mr. Robert Bork Jr. is with us. And how are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And one of the things we wanted to talk about today with you was the uh, FCC and uh, what has been going on there under uh, the new leadership that has been uh, brought on by the uh, Biden administration. Can you tell us more? Well, uh, for the last couple of years, uh, we at the Antitrust Education Project have been tracking what the Uh, FTC has been up to with its new radical uh, chairperson, chairwoman, um, Lena Khan, a woman who's about 34 years old, never run an agency, never been 
worked for an agency uh, who has a, a radical vision of competition law, of antitrust law, uh, that and is trying to tear down the regime or the uh, of the operating system we've been living under for the last 45 years, which is based on the consumer. The, what what is in the consumer's best interest? What is the consumer welfare? Uh, and so uh, we've we've heard lots of things about her uh, her uh, uh, management style, and mm-hmm. but now. Uh, last week, the the House Judiciary Committee under Jim Jordan issued a report entitled, and this tells you pretty much everything you need to know, Abuse of Power, Waste of Resources, and Fear, What Internal Documents and Testimony from Career Employees Show About the FTC Under Chair Lena Kahn. Uh, and, and the report, uh, using internal documents, and you know, such as emails and other things, basically points to utter mismanagement of the agency, a dis- total disregard for precedent, a total disregard for economics and facts, and really an ideologically driven uh, uh, agency uh, where the chair doesn't even talk to her other Democrat commissioners, let alone so, anybody else. I mean, she's, she's in a bubble. Uh, and and I'm, I'm glad you corrected me. So it's the FTC, and that is the Federal Trade Commission, and... Uh, I didn't know she was 34 years old. I've certainly known that she is uh, a radical. I, I'm assuming she was confirmed, right, um, Robert? Well, she was confirmed the, by the Senate? Yeah, yes. That's, that's part of the hilarity of this whole thing. She was, she was nominated as a commissioner. And when she okay. was confirmed as a commissioner, Joe Biden announced the same day that she was going to be the chair. Didn't tell wow. the Senate that, that, that when when he nominated her that that's what he wanted to do. Um, Thirty-four she, years old. Dis- yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she's how many commissioners? Elizabeth Warren. So if that tells you anything, you need to know. How many commissioners are there, and, and what's the breakdown uh, ideologically? Well, it, you know, it's an independent agency. So independent agencies, unlike cabinet departments in the in the executive branch. Uh, are supposed to be bipartisan, and they always have FCC, FTC, SEC, all that alphabet soup. They have some number of Democrats and some number of Republicans. And so when she was uh, nominated, there were three Democrats and two Republicans. The two Republicans have since resigned, one of them rather loudly, uh, denouncing her and her management uh, style and her uh, economic beliefs is in, 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 in so many words, she said, Christine Wilson described her as uh, Lena Khan as a Marxist. Uh, and that's been apparent from her actions running the commission. But so now there, and then there've been two Republicans nominated, but they can't get through the Democrat Senate. So they're currently in for the last year or so, uh, the FTC is run by three Democrat commissioners. Wow. So let me ask you this. I'm curious, under the Trump administration, uh, was there a, a majority Republican uh, FTC? Yes, right. Okay. So, uh, yes, so there, there was a, a three to two, uh, <clears throat> and the chair was uh, followed by the name of, uh, uh, oh, my goodness, I'm suddenly blanking on his name. But, uh, you know, and they were not, they were not uh, activists in the same way, although they did bring a big antitrust case against AT&T when it tried to buy 
uh, when it was buying uh, uh, Time Warner. Uh, but okay. mostly, they you know, for the last 40 years, the, the agency has run pretty much smoothly, at, you know, at, based on economics, based on facts, based on antitrust law and precedent. This, a, this agency now under the Nikon ignores economics, I mean, quite explicitly ignores economics, uh, ignores uh, facts, and ignores the existing law and brings cases which they lose repeatedly. And there's some, the, the, the report itself uh, questions, and I've questioned, if that's not in fact the strategy, which is to lose and then so that, so that the Democrats in Congress, uh, you know, lead, lead, led uh, by, in this case, by Amy Klobuchar, uh, can bring, uh, you know, change antitrust law away from this consumer welfare standard that's been around for 45 years uh, to a, a much more subjective and ideological standard. So uh, there's supposed to be legislative oversight, right? But it, it sounds like she is just uh, ignoring that and, and, and trying to run roughshod over these traditions, uh, and they've got to take her to court, right? Well, uh, she is in court against you know a number of corporations, and she keeps losing. But in terms of... Uh, uh, congressional oversight, this report right. by the uh, House Judiciary Committee that came out last week uh, is really the first uh, exposure she's had uh, by the Republicans in Congress. Uh, you know, and she does very well. You know, I, you, know, you know our system in Congress of these five-minute question-and-answer periods right. that they do. It's hopeless. You know, she, she's, <laughs> she's, she's an excellent tap dancer. And she, you know, and, and, and our... And our Robert, yes. Robert Bork Jr., can you do me a big favor? Can can we uh, hang on for a minute and, and bring you back? Sure. Put us up against a hard break. Uh, we want to continue this yes, very important topic. Uh, let's roll to a quick timeout. This brings up politics right here on WGSO. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again must not be silent in the face of the ongoing apostasy in the world. We must keep the truth alive and let those in authority know that the faithful are looking to them to do what is right, to listen to Our Lady of Fatima and to do what she asks. Please add your name to the millions who are crying out to our leaders to do the only thing that will bring us peace and save countless souls. Obey Our Lady now. Visit Fatima.org. 
Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. If it's in the news, we're on it. Ringside politics with a punch. Come out swinging now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Robert Bork, Jr., our guest, president of the Antitrust Education Project, also heads the Bork Group, a public affairs agency and experienced advocate, specializes in the development and implementation of communication strategies in support of litigation and legal policies. We've been talking about the FTC and this... um, interesting environment that has been created there by uh, the chair. And I've been reading the report, uh, Robert, and it's uh, outlandish (laughs) as to how things are operating there under this chair. Uh, What can be done? Is there, is there a process to be able to remove her? Well, that'll never happen. Um, But uh, she's there for seven years, by the way, commissioners have seven year appointments. Um, but uh, I'm not sure she, will, she, she would want to stay all that long. There's a rumor going around that she really wants to be uh, appointed to a federal, federal courts. Uh, that would just be stunning if that were to happen. Uh, she'd have to get confirmed by the Senate probably uh, this year uh, because uh, who knows what's going to happen in 2025 uh, with the election. Uh, but, no, I, I think... Uh, there, there's been one other occasion where a Republican FTC, sorry, FCC chair has been basically pushed out because mm-hmm. of a report like this. Um, you know, he resigned in sort of disgrace. Uh, Lena Khan is not that kind of person. She will never go unless, uh, you know, so, until it, her time is up. Let's fast forward to, to January 2025, and I'm hoping and praying Donald Trump is elected. Uh, so, I mean, then what happens to the FTC? Does he then have the ability to appoint uh, commissioners? Yeah, he does. And, and as I say, there are two Republicans who have been nominated, um, but they can't get confirmed. They got through the, the uh, Senate uh, Judiciary Committee, um, and, uh, but they're waiting for their vote on the floor. It's been going on for months. Of, you know, the, the full Senate, uh, Donald Trump could, if they're not 
commissioners by that point. Uh, he could uh, replace them with other nominees. And I'll be frank, I'm not sure that Donald Trump is uh, any more friendly to uh, certain sectors of the economy, like tech uh, or others. You know, he, he, the case that was brought during his administration against AT&T and Time Warner, uh, which he lost in court, uh, you know, that was, that was, that was because uh, actually the, the sort of the secret reason was it because he hated CNN and CNN was owned by Time Warner. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he might bring other cases because he doesn't like a particular company or sector or a CEO or it's hard to know, but, but I think he'll be less ideological than this right. crowd is. Well, I've heard <laughs> I've heard she's a Marxist. This woman, I, I certainly don't think he'd be a, a, a pointing Marxist. Uh, so, but but still, no. if he gets these two Republicans through, the Democrats would still have a majority on the FTC, right? Yes, uh, for the time okay. being. Yeah, you know, until yeah. there's a, a, a third opening. You know, and that would happen probably because one or two of the other Democrats, or even Lena Khan herself, would just leave. You know, they could resign and leaving openings, which is what happened with the two Republicans who were there. And it's important to have uh, Republicans confirmed because even though they would get outvoted three to two every time, they write important dissents in the, in the commission's decisions, which the courts often rely on for, you know, arguments. Um, and uh, right now there, there are no voices from the other point of view. That's out. a great point. Although in this report, yeah. there are a lot of voices from staff who are pretty mm-hmm. fed up with what's going on. Well, uh, I really appreciate you highlighting this important issue. We're going to link to where people can learn more about the work you're doing. Robert Bork, Jr., thank you for being with us on the Ringside Politics Program. we got a roll to the news. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Christian Garrick of The Christian Garrick Show. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 2, only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Millions of Americans have dealt with abnormally warm weather, high winds, and fire weather alerts this week. West Texas and all the way north to Chicago, there have been red flag warnings in place through late Monday. Some have been allowed to expire, but high wind alerts remain in place for communities in over a dozen states, especially in the central U.S. and south. Meanwhile, a major storm front's moving across the U.S., bringing snow to the mountain west and potential thunderstorms to the Midwest. A landmark U.S. Supreme Court hearing Monday centered on the influence of social media companies on online content. The court is scrutinizing laws supported by Republicans in Texas and Florida, which were enacted amid allegations that platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube exhibit bias against conservative viewpoints. If platforms that passively host the speech of billions of people are themselves the speakers and can discriminate, there will be no public square to speak of. Aaron Nielsen is the Texas Solicitor General. These companies contend that any regulations targeting them infringe upon their First Amendment freedom of speech rights. President Biden says he's hopeful there will be a ceasefire in Gaza by next week. Speaking to reporters, he said that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells him that it is close, but 
quote, not done yet. Meanwhile, the White House announcing President Biden scheduled to visit the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday. The president's visit comes amidst mounting criticism of his immigration policy. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre telling reporters the president intends to encourage Republicans to reconsider the border deal that was brokered by a bipartisan group of senators. Stop playing politics and to provide the funding needed for additional U.S. Border Patrol agents, more asylum officers. That agreement collapsed earlier this month following staunch opposition from Republicans who argued that it lacked sufficient measures to stem the tide of illegal immigration. USA's John Schaefer. This is U.S. Some clouds start in the morning, some 60s to the upper 70s to near 80. Sunny and breezy. Overcast tonight, more clouds coming in tomorrow. There's an approaching front, no rain with it, but behind it during the afternoon, the wind shift to near 80, breezy, and late afternoon and evening, lower humidity, turning cooler, headed to upper 40s, low 50s Thursday morning. Mostly lasting clouds, but dry Thursday, the afternoon, a cool low 60s. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee. Guarantee it. Hey, y'all, it's spring festival season. Check out these events going on this weekend. March 2nd, Shadows Arts and Crafts Fair in New Iberia, Bayou Terrebonne, Boucheret in Homa, and Arts Evening Cultural Festival in Slidell. And mark your calendars for this upcoming event, March 9th through 16th, Shadows on the Tesh Plain Air Competition in New Iberia. Visit festivals.explorelouisiana.com and make your plans to laissez-les-bon-temps-relais. Big Easy Limos. Book our amazing holiday limousine deals and save when visiting New Orleans. Enjoy our exciting mode of comfortable transportation. All of the amenities your heart desires. Big Easy Limos. 504-466-4477. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. (laughs) 
to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, morning and welcome to another edition of ringside politics with a punch and your host jeff couer well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch he's the host of ringside politics with a punch writes for townhall.com and has a new book america's last chance jeff also has his own youtube channel but even with all that going on he hasn't forgotten his listeners the ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. All right. Welcome as we uh, kick off a new hour of the program, and uh, we thank you so much for uh, joining us. Busy hour coming your way. Uh, Jeff Career with you. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, our friends on the dial at 990 AM online at WGSO.com and on the mobile devices with the Mixer app that you can download from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and it's free and uh, ad-free. Great way to uh, listen. Hey, don't forget to uh, check out crewair.net, the website of the program, C-R-O-U-E-R-E.net. Take our web poll question about the 2024 election. Check out my new video about Bidenomics. Uh, Sign up for our newsletter. Get information about our book, our Cassidy petition, and our letter from President Trump. I think you'll enjoy at crewair.net. And uh, let me know what you think of the uh, new column, which is now posted at WGSO.com. And, uh, you know, it is uh, talking about uh, America reaching an open border boiling point. Uh, Let me know what you think about uh, that. Right now, though, special guest joining us who is with us here on Tuesdays at this time. And we always appreciate uh, being joined by our favorite marketing professor and election integrity expert, uh, our friend Dr. Randy Russ is with us here in the program. And, Dr., good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Hey, doing great. Uh, Thanks for being with us. And uh, a lot to get to. We've been talking some about this uh, legislature and, you know, our two special sessions. We're going to have a regular session coming up. And many people are asking, well, can there be something done to restore legislative authority over our elections? Can there, uh, Doctor? Certainly. Um, You know, there's a lot going on in Louisiana, you know, on the crime front uh, and in other ways. And there's an interesting bill uh, right now that's for the regular session uh, from Representative uh, Bolu from the New Iberia area. It's House Bill 90. And what it basically addresses is something that we've been talking about, Jeff, for, for the last year, which is federal overreach in our elections. And so I want to remind uh, the listeners that the Constitution, U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1, empowers state legislatures with the exclusive authority to prescribe the time, manner, and place of a conducting federal elections. And what that means is that a secretary of state or a clerk of court 
or even the governor does not have authority to make the law and the rules around our elections. The state legislature has the exclusive authority. So this bill really um, helps us a lot, and we're excited about it and are studying it carefully. It helps us to push back on this federal overreach. And uh, tell us about who authored it, uh, Doctor. Yeah, it's Representative uh, Bo uh, Bolu from the New Iberia area, uh, and he uh, has pre-filed this bill, so it's in the uh, process, if you will, of being heard uh, when the regular session starts. It will be heard by the House Governmental Affairs Committee first, and we plan to be there uh, and support it with testimony and exhibits and, and examples of federal overreach as it relates to uh, elections. And, uh, you know, there's so many different ways that has happened. Uh, you've got uh, unelected uh, officials, nonprofits, uh, federal government, all taking uh, control of elections. And we've got plenty of examples of that, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, we, we have the censorship example where secretaries of state around the country, not in Louisiana, thank goodness, to the best of our knowledge, but secretaries of state have accepted federal dollars from the Election Assistance Commission to hire social media monitors to identify, quote, misinformation, which are posts on social media by citizens exercising First Amendment rights. And these government officials and these federal funds are being used to turn citizens in to the social media companies to have them censored. That's one example that we've talked about on, on your show. And there's so many others. Uh, so, you know, this would be a step in the right direction, uh, getting, uh, you know, us moved uh, toward uh, more uh, legislative authority over our elections. And, you know, what's the constitutional issue here involved? Yeah, the constitutional issue, and it, it's playing out in Arizona, actually, where the, the legislature, the House and the Senate, have passed a joint resolution uh, requiring the state, if they use electronic voting systems, that those systems must be made in America. The software needs to be written uh, in America, and they must be transparent in disclosing the software that counts the votes to the public and all logs and any kind of electronic records need to be transparent to the public. That has set up a constitutional issue uh, in Arizona where the governor, Katie Hobbs, formerly the secretary of state over elections, mm -hmm. is fighting the legislature and claiming power over the election. So this battle is underway right now. And what Representative uh, Bolu's uh, bill does is it sets up uh, and reclaims the authority of the legislature. Uh, so the case in Arizona, constitutional case, will have an impact on this bill uh, here in Louisiana. 
Dr. Randy Russ with us, Jeff Career here. It is ringside on the airways on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. So many issues uh, involving our elections here. Any kind of step in the right direction is a good one. Uh, of course, uh, coming up in a few weeks, we've got that Caddo Parish uh, Sheriff's race being redone. Uh, there was um, documented uh, fraud in that election, uh, right, uh, Dr. Randy? That's and, correct. You know, that, that, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, because that, that race really exposed the weaknesses in Louisiana's election system. And from voter registration fraud to fraudulent ballots, um, people who are incapacitated voting, right. uh, all of those issues were exposed. And many of those issues arise from federal guidance, quote-unquote, and mandates that the federal government has pushed through unelected bureaucrats and, in some cases, has actually funded um, violations of the law around the country. Um, I want to make one point um, before, before we wrap up about mm -hmm. the HB 90, uh, Representative yeah. Bolu's bill. I want the, the listeners to understand what he's actually proposing. Uh, it's really a transparency bill, and let me read just the summary of it. An election official who receives a federal directive or guidance pertaining to elections that is not published on the Secretary's website shall notify by certified mail the governor, the Speaker of the House, and the President of the Senate of such directive or guidance within five business days of receipt. No election official shall implement any federal directive or guidance pertaining to elections without either an explicit state or federal legal requirement to do so or prior approval of the House and Senate governmental affairs committee and it goes through a lot of other details like that what this bill does and i think it's very important for louisiana citizens is it gives us an opportunity to see these guidelines mandates the overreach ahead of time before anything is implemented and to speak through and to our elected representatives as to whether or not we want people in the example that I gave monitoring our social media accounts and turning us in to be censored by uh, YouTube and Facebook. Mm -hmm. So this is, this bill's language so far uh, looks very promising to stop some of this federal shenanigans that we've been seeing. All right. And I agree, it's one we should support, and that's HB 90 for the upcoming regular session. Any other election integrity bills that we know of that will be introduced, uh, Dr. Randy? I don't know of any more right now. We're currently combing through um, the, the bills that are pre-filed, and this one just came up, as a matter of fact, um, yesterday. Um, we, we saw this one. It was pre-filed uh, on the 16th of uh, February. So representatives are filing bills right now and we're monitoring uh, what's coming in and we'll be back, I'm sure, on your program with some more commentary about bills that they have filed. So far, I'm very encouraged uh, by what we're seeing. We're hopeful 
uh, also that we can revisit the closed primary bill, um, which, of course, didn't uh, get through. But we have another chance of that in the regular session. Yeah, what went through was uh, a joke. <laughs> that was a uh, terrible. I it, mean, didn't really. It was an open, anything. closed primary bill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a what a disaster. Uh, yeah. But uh, as far as uh, your group, you had been involved in a lawsuit. Is that still ongoing? Did you appeal that case? We we, uh, as you know, in the 19th judicial district, our voter registration cleanup lawsuit. Uh, was dismissed on technical grounds. We're mm-hmm. revisiting that and thinking about the best ways to get our voter rolls cleaned up uh, before the 2024 presidential election. Um, so we're um, thinking about, you know, working with the attorney general, who is the legal counsel to the registrars of voters, uh, and we've actually contacted uh Attorney General Mural, uh, to meet with her and go over the evidence that we have and to implore her and and encourage her, implore and encourage her um, to advise the registrars of their legal duty under federal and state law um, to keep the voter rolls clean. So we're encouraged. As I was going to say, aren't there laws already on the books that mandate that? uh, There are laws already on the books that mandate that. And um, quite frankly, uh, our registrars and clerks uh, in in the case that we're talking about have not been following uh, Section 178 of Louisiana's Election Code, uh, which we've talked about on the program. So more lawsuits could be filed on that, right? Hey, you're not following the law. Yeah, what, what what we're thinking about is since we have a new attorney general, is out of respect for her and her office uh, and the clerks and the registrars uh, to have her, you know, contact them uh, in her official capacity and advise them that they should be following state law uh, to clean up the voter right. rolls. Right. And if well, that doesn't that's... work, if that doesn't work, obviously um, we have the lawsuit uh, in our back pocket. Um, but yeah. we're extending the, the right hand of good of okay. citizenship first. Good. Well, hopefully uh, she'll be receptive, and we'll see some action there. But a lot of different uh, issues uh, being worked on. Appreciate uh, all you're doing, uh, Dr. Randy Ross, and appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for being with us right here Thanks, on Jeff. Ringside. Take care. A lot more to get to. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? 
the Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. Who that? Want to say what? Say it on Ringside Politics with a Punch. Call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. All right. So uh, thanks to Dr. Randy Russ. And, uh, of course, uh, we appreciate all the work he's doing. Uh, let's share with you some of these clips we've got for you this morning. We'll also uh, encourage, invite, welcome more of your phone calls at 504-556-9696. And get to some of these uh, emails at Jeff, J-E-F-F at W-G-S-O.com, Jeff at W-G-S-O.com. First one is uh, The Vake speaking to CPAC. Thought he had some good comments. Uh, let's check out clip number one. Of our country's health? Is it the number of green pieces of paper in our bank account? Is it the number of ballots that get cast every November? These things are important, but it's not the most important thing. The best measure of our country's health is the percentage of people who feel free to say what they actually think in public. Right now, we're doing poorly. The only way we're going to do better is by all of us, not just me, not just Donald Trump, all of us starting to speak the truth in the open again. Say in public what you will say in private at the dinner table. Say it with a spine. Say it with conviction. Say it with respect. But part of respect is that you respect your neighbor enough to tell him 
what you actually think, not some fairy tale made up, woke washed version of it. That's what it actually means to be an American. So it's not going to be some political messiah coming from on high to save us. It's not going to work that way. If we're going to be saved, it is going to be because we save ourselves. Every one of us has to do our part. Look ourselves in the mirror. Ask yourself what you're going to do this year to make a country for our children. That's not the same country, but the one greater than the one that we grew up in. That's each of our charge. It's not just Donald Trump's job. It's your job. It's every one of our job to do our part, to stand up and speak the truth. Speak the truth without apology. Speak it with a spine. So we're doing it every step in this movement. It's what's going to get us to the finish line. The well said. Well said. Uh, there were some great speeches at CPAC. Another one uh, given by one of my favorite members of Congress, Byron Donalds. Uh, let's check out clip number two. I have his leadership who's going to stand for the rule of law, is going to stand for Lady Justice. Lady Justice is supposed to be blind, not political. Lady Justice is supposed to be even-handed, not deciding that a Green New Deal is, is, far, is way more important than, than a basic rule of law that everybody can see and follow. You got this stupid judge in New York with the $400 million fine. What kind of, what kind of craziness is this? By the way, to you business owners in New York, come to Florida. If you're a real, a real estate guy in New York, you might want to just come on down to the Sunshine State. We would love to have you. I had to do that quick plug for my state. I love my state now. Said make America Florida. Oh, we're gonna do that. I want to make one, one clear point, because we talk a lot now about a two-tier justice system. We have to acknowledge that in America's history, there has been a two-tier justice system. There is a reason why a lot of black Americans do not trust the justice system. Because there was a time where the justice system was abused against black people in this country. It was wrong then. It is still wrong today. As it's abused against MAGA, Donald Trump, and uh, his supporters. Uh, another great speech uh, by another star in Congress, also from the great state of Florida, Congressman Matt Gates calling out fellow rhino Republicans. Let's check out clip number three. Now, the Republican ethics chairman, Michael Guest, not only voted for the January 6th commission, he has become a brilliant stock trader while in office. And I admire the obvious genius. He knew exactly the right time to buy online gambling stocks. His purchase in Evolution Gaming Securities netted him a hefty 36% gain. Not too shabby. Now, I'm not saying that this is insider trading, but this monetary affair is perhaps the most suspicious I've seen since Bonnie Willis and Nathan Wade. So fire your financial advisor. Just follow the Quiver quantitative account on X. You could have been on the ride up with Republican Michael Guest on gambling stocks. You could have made millions like Nancy Pelosi did on NVIDIA. Or maybe you'll get a big return on a Raytheon purchase with armed services member and Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen.
You see, when I offer these critiques that include the conduct of some fellow Republicans, I catch a lot of heat. Don't get me wrong, I'd prefer to just fight the Democrats. But if the Republicans are going to dress up like Democrats in drag, then I will lead the fight against them too. Got to. You got to. And that's uh, maybe even a bigger problem, the rhinos. And finally, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, in this clip is discussing a uh, visit he had with, uh, you know, um, Julian Assange and um, what he says about those who continue to support the torture of uh, Julian Assange. Pretty interesting. Let's check out clip number four. Quick thoughts? Well, that's just a total outrage. I mean, that's a, it's a total outrage that they've, they're holding that man who hasn't committed or even been charged with a crime in this country. I mean, that's a you know maximum security prison filled with murderers. And the people who reside there, the inmates, are treated like animals. And he's not an animal. He's a journalist who has committed no crime. And so anyone who's in favor of that, anyone who supports his continued torture, uh, is your enemy. Who's the enemy of free expression, of free speech, of, of the basic liberties that, that used to define the United States. the United States anymore. All right, a lot more to get to as we roll on. Jeff Career with you. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Let's take care of some business. Quick time out. Let's get the latest from Louisiana Radio Network. More coming your way. We're going to visit with judicial candidate Jerry Smith. Uh, more your phone calls, welcome, emails, more of these interesting clips we've got for you. Other topics we'll delve into. A lot more to do as we roll on. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. Wallet Hub has named 2024's best and worst states for women, and Louisiana has come out second to last. According to the study, women of the Bayou State ranked near the bottom for metrics including life expectancy at birth, female homicides, and high school graduation rates. And we ranked 46 when it came to voting in the 2020 presidential election. Analyst Cassie Happy. That's a very disheartening to see. As a society, we fought so hard to get this right to vote. Um, it's disappointing to see such a low percentage. 40 recent graduates from the LSU A School of Nursing passed the national licensure exam on their very first try. It's the second time in six years that LSU A has seen all of its students in a cohort pass the test on their first attempt. Director of LSU A's School of Nursing, Sarita James. We spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with our students. They take 200 practice questions every week while they're up until the time they graduate. LRN. Hi, this is Olivia. <coughs> I'm out sick today. Uh, could you please <coughs> leave a message after the beep? <coughs> Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health.
Whether taking on large commercial landscapes or your own backyard, let Steel help with your pursuit of the perfect cut. Introducing Steel Zero Turn Mowers for homeowners and pros with a wide range of features and options like our advanced four-wheel suspension system and 0% financing available. It's time to let the pursuit begin. Real Steel. Find yours at steelusa.com slash zero turn. Available at select dealers. Financing available on qualifying purchases and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Tragically, countless lives and souls have been lost through the chastisements plaguing the world, from which Our Lady could have spared us. The world continues to build up a tremendous debt, not just financially, but above all morally, provoking the justice of God and there will be a terrible price to pay for it if we do not invoke Our Lady in the precise way shown to us by heaven to intervene on our behalf with the inestimable merits of her immaculate heart. Learn the truth at Fatima.org. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. You know, they say opinions are like, you know, flowers. Call 556-9696. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch and Jeff Cruer now. Hey, welcome back. We'll get to some more of your phone calls at uh, 504-556-9696, and we look forward to it. Uh, right now, special guest uh, joining us here on the Airwaves, candidate for judge uh, in the 24th Judicial District, Division D. Jerry Smith with us here on the program, and uh, how are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. I want to start by uh, talking about uh, what's going on here with uh, our local Republican uh, organizations. Uh, You're a a Republican. I am, uh, right? Long Republican. Yeah, obviously you've seen uh, what's been uh, happening with the party. We won't talk about the national or the state level. Let's talk about uh, local level. So uh, a lot of our listeners might not know the differences between things like uh, the GNOR PAC or the RPAC. You've been through all of this. Uh, tell us, uh, if you could, uh, how they're different. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the parties in the state are and, and in the subdivisions like the parishes are set up by statute, and, um, and they set up that they're on the ballot, they're elected, they're going to be on the uh, March 23rd ballot with me. And um, in Jefferson Parish, for instance, the Republican Party is organized and it has 35 elected members. Well, um, you probably have heard about lawsuits that I filed because they've been using an illegal endorsement procedure where they also invite in every politician um, in to vote on the endorsement, which is, is contrary to law and contrary to the state party rules. And um, the result of that is is that you have all of these elected officials in there who um, can then endorse each other and can also kind of make clicks where they, you know, I support your guy this time and then you support my guy next time. And, and so 
the Paris Republican Party is controlled um, under the current system is controlled by politicians. And um, then there are groups like the GNOR PAC, which is the Greater New Orleans Republicans, which is a uh, private organization that is made up of Republican citizens who are very interested in the direction of the party and endorsing candidates who they believe um, best suit the uh, best suit what the Republican Party wants and um, not leave it to the politicians, leave it to the citizens. And, um, and so I, I did, uh, we did all appear in front of the uh, GNOR pack and they went through an extensive interview process um, with each of us individually and they pepper you with questions. Um, there were about 20 of them there and, and they can ask you anything. And then um, after that, they, uh, they endorsed me as the candidate of their choice. So you feel that is more worthwhile since it is a, a citizen-involved uh, organization, not not one that is run by politicians? Well, I, w- I wouldn't even say it's more worthwhile. I would just say it is worthwhile, whereas um, under the current system, the Republican Parish Executive Committee is not worthwhile because it's being done illegally. Um, that case right now that I filed is in the Court of Appeals in the Fifth Circuit. Um, but we're all pretty certain it's going to go up to the Louisiana Supreme Court because this is something that's been done for 20 years and it's been done incorrectly for 20 years. And so obviously there's always resistance to change. And I want to get it in front of the highest court in the state so that we can have some finality and have an answer to it. Right. And that could take how long, Jerry? Um, I, I wouldn't anticipate it would take more than about six more months, but, um, it'll go past the election date for sure. I, I don't mm-hmm. see, um, I don't see the, the court of appeal making a, a ruling and then, um, getting it in front of the Supreme court before the election by any stretch. And I just wrote a column about the Supreme court because uh, there's a big battle in the legislature over Supreme court districts. <laughs> and, uh, right now we have a current makeup of seven districts that are going to be changing. And, uh, there's a bill that is being debated in the legislature to really radically, radically alter the districts. And uh, there's some opposition to that, uh, but it's going to be in the Senate today. We'll see how that uh, works out. So that could change the makeup, the ideological makeup of the uh, Supreme Court uh, going forward. Uh, We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. But it's good that you bring up these Republican uh, groups. Uh, You know, there's so much confusion out there. So you've got groups that are uh, like the women's Republican groups. And I know you and I are on the agenda for one of the groups coming up. Um, the Greater New Orleans Republican Women's Club is having a meeting coming up next week. So you've got these clubs. You've got uh, GNOR PAC. And then you have these uh, parish executive committees. And you have one in Orleans. You have one in uh, Jefferson. And I think most parishes around uh, the state have one. I don't know if all of them do, but most of them do, right? They, uh, they don't all have one. I believe there are only 11 parishes, if you can believe it, out of the state that have organized a parish executive committee. Um, they can, it just takes, the impetus is somebody on the local level, on the parish level, has to say, we want to set this up. And then they have to go file their rules with the, um, with the clerk of court, which incidentally, the, uh, the parish executive committee of Jefferson Parish had never, since it founded, had never filed the rules with the clerk of court, which was required by statute. That was the first thing that I found that was glaringly wrong. Um, but yeah, there's only 11 of them, and, um, and otherwise, uh, any endorsement would have to come from what is called the Louisiana, um, or the State Republican Central Committee, which w- right. is also on So the that's staff. a whole other group, and we <laughs> want to talk about that, yeah. because 
that th- those folks are going to be on the ballot on March 23rd as well as uh, RPEC uh, candidates. That's a whole nother organization, and, and that uh, is uh, a group that meets uh, in Baton Rouge, and they, they theoretically run the state party. Correct. Correct. And I did want to address one other thing in, in regards to the Republican Parish Executive Committee. Um, when my lawsuit is successful and it is reverted to just those elected 35 members uh, controlling it, then the question is going to be, I mean, right now, um, under state law, you can't hold two elected offices. However, it is specifically exempted that you can be on the RPEC and have another elected position. And if you think about it, these people who run for the RPEC, they're regular everyday people. They're accountants, they're lawyers, they're electricians, they're mechanics. And um, when, if they run against somebody who is already an elected official for the RPEC spot, I mean, they just don't have the name recognition or the war chest don't have a that chance. elected officials don't have, a chance. have. So you're right, they don't yeah. have a chance to go against them. So I really think they need to address that. And I, I really would love to see the Parish Executive Committee revert to non people who don't hold another office already. I 100% agree with you. And shouldn't that also be the case with the state central committee? I'd like to see that too. Again, I think the uh, central committee and the parish executive committees are set up so that you have have people whose, whose motives are pure. They want to represent what the Republican Party stands for in the state of Louisiana and not necessarily what all the elected officials stand for at any particular time. And, and, whose turn it is this time. You know, that will, see, if they do that, that will encourage more uh, grassroots folks to run and encourage more people to run because they'll have a chance. Right now, if you're running against a sheriff, if you're running against a council member that have already spent millions to build their own name recognition and get elected, it's hard for a John Q. Citizen, uh, activist, grassroots activist, to have a chance in in that type of election. So a lot of good people don't run, Jerry. It is, and that's funny that you bring up that example um, because there is on the elected 35 members of the Republican Parish Executive Committee, one of them is Joe Lapinto Jr., and that is not the sheriff. That is the sheriff's father. But having the same name as the sheriff obviously gives tremendous name recognition as well, and so he is elected to the PEC, but that is not – everybody assumes that it's the sheriff on the Parish Executive Committee. It is not. It's his father. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So the sheriff is Joe Lavinto the third. Correct. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Well, <laughs> there you go. You taught me something. I've known Joe for years. I didn't realize he was uh the third. Uh I met his father. Good good guy. But he uh, is. I do think guys. Yeah, yeah. And they are. And Joe Lavinto has done a great job as sheriff, but I just like you know, grassroots activists to be on these uh, committees. Uh, non-politicians. I think they'd be more effective. I think there'd be more interest, more people running, and uh, they could do a much better job. Let's hope the legislature can do something about that. I also want them to go back to the drawing board and fix the whole issue of closed and open primaries that they uh, tried to address in the first special session and failed. And they came up with some kind of a hybrid, which I don't think anybody really understands. And uh, that needs to be uh, hopefully addressed again in this uh, regular session. But there is a closed primary coming up on March 23rd, the day you're going to be on the ballot for the presidential race, right? So as a Republican, I can't go vote for uh, any Democrat, and no Democrat can vote for any Republican in the presidential primary. But 
anybody can vote for you for judge, correct? Correct. Um, and, you know, that's important because when you look at the makeup of my district, which is most of the east bank of Jefferson Parish, um, people would think that it's overwhelmingly Republican, and it really isn't. It's about 40% Republican, 30% Democrat, and 30% Independent or no party. And, um, you know, those represent people all across the spectrum who, um, who may truly be independent, and then some who are disenchanted with the party that, to which they belong, and they said, you know what, I, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. So um, it's going to be extra challenge to get those people to get out of the House on March 23rd and vote because um, they can't vote for the parish executive committees, they can't vote for the state central committees, or the Republican primary, but they can vote for judge, and it is important that they come out and vote. Um, these are very important positions, and um, and it's important that informed people come out and vote. I agree. I agree. And it's interesting that uh, all the candidates in your race are Republican, right? Correct. And uh, the but but the district you're going to represent has all these Democrat and uh, independent voters. So that's interesting, though. I, I guess uh, some of the independents and the Democrats. Uh, do lean Republican ideologically, just haven't changed their uh, their registration. That's correct. I think the idea, uh, I think the um, political thought in on the East Bank of Jefferson Parish does lean um, right a lot more than those numbers I just recited said. There are a lot of uh, Democrats who do often vote Republican, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of those independents are only independent because they became disenchanted with the Republican Party. Right. Well, it's an important election. Uh, what is your prediction? And we're visiting with Jerry Smith. We're going to link to the site where you can uh, learn more. That's jerrysmithforjudge.com. And I know you're doing a lot of door-to-door and, and talking to people uh, individually and groups and a lot of speaking engagements, that kind of thing. What's your prediction on the turnout in this race, uh, Jerry? Um, historically, presidential primaries in, in my district, um, about 20 to 22% of people come out. And I was curious to see if that changed when you really had a contested primary. And um, so I looked back at 2016 when it was uh, Trump against the entire slate of Republican contenders and it was Bernie Sanders against Hillary. And, uh, you know, one would think that with, especially with the Bernie Hillary um, race for that nomination, um, you would think that that would drive turnout up. And it really did not. I mean, that was a 24% turnout. And then just to finish that thought um, in the October election, which we had hotly contested council races, we had a lot of statewide races, yeah. governor, treasurer, attorney general. Um, they were still only expecting 40, about 40 to 42% turnout, and it was 31. I mean, so wow. that's 25% below what the prediction was. And if you extrapolate that over to um, the presidential primary, I mean, this could be 15 to 18% turnout. Because the race is over. I mean, Donald Trump has secured it. So there's no real competition on either side. Right. And, and definitely uh, in Louisiana, um, he has. But, uh, you know, the, there's an interesting phenomenon about, about Trump, and that is even when he has it locked up, there are a lot of voters um, who really like Trump, and they want to go out and push the button for Trump. For him. Just, right. Just to know that they did it and they feel like they did yeah. their part. It's uh, he, yeah. he really has a a strong draw of people to the polls. So we'll see how that yeah. turns out. And you know what? Uh, and I encourage our listeners, and, and, and these are folks who are chronic voters, to just go out and participate. Uh, make sure your voice is heard on that election day. And 
you know, some of these uh, turnouts are just embarrassingly low. Hopefully we'll have a higher turnout than expectations this time because, hey, you're, you're running for an incredibly important position and, you know, people need to be voting, all the people that can. Any final comments you want to share with us, Jerry? No, just uh, you mentioned the walking. I had to go get new shoes yesterday. I had holes straight through the, uh, the old shoes. But uh, I've been doing a lot of walking, knocking on doors, and um, I'm really targeting the, you know, the people who I know are going to come out and vote in this race. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, it really is enjoyable because you're going out and you're, you're meeting people who are very engaged. They want to ask you questions. They want to hear your answers. And then they want to study the candidates and make their pick. And, um, right. and I think that's fantastic to be able to get get out there and talk to him. Jerry Smith with us. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it very much. Uh, candidate for judge, Division D, uh, 24th Judicial District, and the election, March 23rd. Of course, early voting, March 9th through the 16th. All right, uh, quick time out. We'll come back and uh, wrap it up next right here on Ringside on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, were we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch2usa.com switch to usa.com as parents we have a lot to be proud of our kids are smart talented and dedicated but all of them are at risk one in three louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes 
and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. Well, it's been established. Ringside politics with a punch doesn't pull any. Let loose and call now, 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. All right. Welcome back. So uh, Biden uh, meeting with, uh, quote unquote, top lawmakers. And, uh, you know, he has been uh, unwilling to meet with the uh, Speaker of the House. Uh, But he now has met with the, quote, big four. And I guess that is uh, McConnell, Mike Johnson, Chuck Schumer, and uh, I guess it would be Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, so the only semi-conservative in that, well, I, I call him a conservative, Mike Johnson, uh, and then Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. What a, what a group they have to be forced to meet with. 504-556-9696. Let's keep it going. Go back to the phone lines and our good friend on the North Shore checking in with us, Jesse in Covington. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Oh, we lost Jesse. Uh, all right, let's go to our friend in Kenner, and we go to Mr. Roy checking in with us. What's happening, Roy? How are you? Good morning, and welcome. You got to mark down March 8th. Maybe we can have a little cake with some candles on it. Rony Romney McDaniel is resigning as RNC champ. <laughs> so right. maybe we could... You got to play. Uh, we got to. We got to think of a song or two we can play uh, to uh, give. How about na 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 na? Hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. As soon as you said yeah. that, yeah, that that is a good one. That we'll have yeah. get Patty to dig that up and get ready to go on March eighth. Uh, you know, I was watching this morning, and I'm watching. They they had this woman from Fox News. She went down to the border. And I'm watching her, and what she's saying, I I, I kind of knew it, and you, you hear stuff, but she's saying just how detrimental these, these NGOs are. You know what the NGO is? Non-governmental organization. Non-governmental organization, mm-hmm. They're, they're actually facilitating all of this. Some of them are actually going down to Central America and helping these people come up. And once they get up here... They're, they're coordinating, uh, you know, what, what cities they're going to, what hotels they're going to, what money they get, what plane they get on. And she's actually saying it's a shadow government. It, it, they're cloaked in secrecy. Nobody knows who's doing what. And th- these people are actually facilitating a lot of this illegal immigration that's coming through your border. So... What I was going to say, maybe you could do some digging and maybe get somebody on to discuss mm-hmm. that to see exactly how deep these people in. I guess they get yeah. grants from the government to operate down there. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, I think you're talking about Rachel Duffy. Is that the one, Campos yeah, Duffy? Yeah, that yeah, that's, the, that's her name, Rachel. The reporter. Yeah, Rachel, yeah. Rachel mm-hmm. Campos Duffy. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. was down there. And maybe if you get some 
audio of that uh, play that. It's kind of shocking, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. To, to know that, that, that this is going on and that it's all cloaked in secrecy and they're actually going down into Central America to help facilitate all these illegal immigrants coming across the border. But, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to give a shout-out. All right, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. See you later, buddy. All right, man. Roy in Kenner. Thank you, sir. 504-556-9696. All right, I think we got our friend now with us from Covington, Jesse, joining the conversation. Uh, What's going on, Mr. Jesse? How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Thank you, show. Thank you, Jeff. Best show, best callers. I'll try to talk quick. Uh, I'm sure you watched CPAC. I uh, hope you did. A lot of good speeches there. Uh, just want to I just wonder how how fickle some people are. I heard Tulsi Gabbard's speech at, at CPAC. Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, anyway, I, I believe people can have a personal epiphany, Jeff. But you're going to have to show me actions more than words. Tulsi Gabbard was vice chair of the DNC under Debbie Blabamal Schultz. In, in, in 2016, she endorsed Bernie Sanders. In 2020, after watching four years of Donald Trump improve this country, she endorsed Joe Biden. This woman is not worthy of being vice. She needs to be, be considered to be vice president. Let me move on. Uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, assassination attempt. I'm enraged. We're giving mm-hmm. Ukraine money, and they're paying assassins to kill American citizens. I looked it up. Ukraine has a hit list, an enemies list. One of the sites that post these hit lists is based in Langley, Virginia, home of the CIA. These people av- advocate killing American citizens, and we're giving them money. I, I've written both. Uh, John Kennedy, big I told money. you how big, big, how outraged I am. John Kennedy would vote to give $98 billion to Ukraine. And I warned Steve Scalise, you vote, you vote for it. That's the last vote you get from me. And Mike Johnson, if he does, if he goes through with this thing, I'll send money to um, what's his name in Florida to dethrone uh, Mike Johnson from the speaker. Matt yeah. Gates, Matt Gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, look, right. The, the all of this stuff that we talk about in your program, from the economy to the border, uh, mm-hmm. everything. These people aren't stupid. These things are either being allowed to happen to destroy this country, or worse yet, these things are engineered to happen to destroy this country. In either case, they're trying to destroy this country. Now, I don't know who these people think they are, but Jeff, I have family, I have neighbors, so let me tell you something. I would not try to destroy their existence. Just right. one out of morals. But if I had no morals, I wouldn't try to roll. destroy their sisters because I'm afraid good. they'd come and get good. me. Thank you, Good Jeff. points, Jesse. Appreciate uh, Miss Patty in the studio and all of you who joined us today. We'll be back tomorrow to do it again on WGSO. Join me, BJ Rust, every Saturday night at 7 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana.